This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and it is the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 1-800-259-9231 and bring up whatever's on your mind. That's 800-259-9231. It is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And, uh, of course, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where all the features are completely free. You know those other radio talk show hosts? They want to charge you for accessing their sites. We do it free. Free Talk Live. Dot com. It is a show about your calls. Let's roll right into the phone calls and talk to Will in Hawaii on the amplifier line. Hey, Will. Hey, guys. How's it going? Great. What's up? Um, about a week ago on Friday, John from New Hampshire had called in and said that he heard John Sossel being interviewed on a uh, radio talk show. And basically, he failed to mention Ron Paul when he was given the opportunity to, like, the, the show. The host, I think, had asked him um, who his which candidate he liked in the, you know, the Republican debates. And that, that kind of um, disappointed me and, and uh, surprised me, or puzzled me, I guess. Yeah, me um, too. I was shocked about that because, Ron, I mean, Ron Paul is very clearly a libertarian guy, and John Stossel, self, self-proclaimed libertarian as well. Why on earth wouldn't he mention Ron Paul? Yeah, ex- exactly. So, yeah, so I was kind of... Um, puzzled until a little later in the show, um, Rebel called in and mentioned that Stossel had also given a speech at a Heritage Foundation dinner, and I guess one of the audience members had asked him about Ron Paul, and he said that he thought he was, I guess, boring, um, which that kind of jogged my memory because um, I was at the uh, New Hampshire Liberty Forum um, talk that uh, John Stossel had given, and uh, I think an audience member had asked him there, um, how could Ron Paul get more media exposure in the mainstream mm-hmm. media? And he was, he was really kind of a downer on Ron Paul, from what I remember. He, he kind of described him as not sexy enough. I, that I don't understand. I mean, what, what yeah. is it about all of the other candidates that is sexy? There's not a damn thing about politicians that is sexy or exciting or interesting at all. They're just, they're just scum for the most part. So I don't understand why he's trying to uh, act as though Ron Paul is somehow less interesting than these other guys, especially in the wake of, and I don't know if this interview, I'm not sure what the timetable of this interview was that you're referring to, uh, but especially in the wake of Ron Paul's performance in the second debate where he obviously uh, was the most controversial person on that, uh, on that debate stand. Yeah, I mean, if he, he if, stirred it up. If he was looking for sexy, he got sexy when Giuliani and him went at it. You know, some people agree, some people disagree, but um, in fact, Ron Paul, uh, you know, stirred some things up and he he got some name recognition out of it. And that's what his biggest problem is, his name recognition at this point. And I feel like that argument between uh, Ron Paul and Giuliani was the best thing that could have ever happened for him. So far, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like you said, I don't know when the interview was that um, John from New Hampshire had heard, um, but but yeah, I mean, like, at at the Liberty Forum, he, he, he seemed really... I mean, I, I guess which like he seemed really obsessed with, um, you know, looking for sexy content for mm-hmm. you know 2020, you know, the program that he hosts, um, which makes sense, you know, from a journalistic sense. But it just seems to me that he can't, or at least I guess he has a hard time separating his journalistic mind of you know what's sexy from his personal opinions on which candidate is best. I mean, it's kind of disappointing that he lets that affect his opinion of which candidate is actually the best, you know, for espousing or for promoting ideas of liberty and freedom, which he seems right. to claim that he is for. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. It was a, it was a disappointment, and hopefully he'll get his, uh, his stuff together and not continue to disappoint us as the, uh, the campaign season rolls on. Will, any other thoughts? 
Nope, that's it. Thanks, Thanks guys. for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. We'll mention John in New Hampshire, and here he is. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hey, hi, hi folks. Hey, speaking of John of New Hampshire, here I am. Uh, you had a you had a fellow call uh, within the past couple uh, weeks. I you know, I'm a little behind on on the show, working my crazy hours. Rich from Montana called up. Mm-hmm. I think he got a little bit of short uh, uh, airtime because he he got caught up in a little bit of the conspiracy type stuff, and you guys didn't want to hear that, which is understandable. But he was he was starting to talk about a, a video that he did, a, a program that he does out in Montana. Mm-hmm. This is a fellow that I met last year at the Pork Fest, and he does this uh, excellent uh, Sovereign Solutions program out in Montana. And seems like a really nice guy and all that, and I, it, wonderful. And wouldn't you know, I'm trying to think of who, I recognized the voice when he was on the show, and I'm trying to think of what's the last name, how could I Google that or whatever. Mm-hmm. turns out it's Rich Angel with two L's at the end of his name, so I could Google that and uh, actually find Sovereign Solutions. And then within days, I got the uh, Free State Project, uh, you know, monthly update, whatever it is, on the email. Right. And included in that is the video that this fellow has put out. And it's a wonderful uh, example of what the Free State Project is and what uh, is encouraging somebody as far away as Montana um, a freedom-loving individual out there. Yes, I, I actually enough. saw this. It was posted over at freestateblogs.net before it made it to the Free State Project website. And, uh, Did you about, notice it ended with an excellent song? Uh, yeah, it was yours. It was very good. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't watch the whole thing because a lot of it was... Um, yeah, it's like two hours long. It's two hours long, and a lot of it's sort of the basics Stuff that you that and we I, know. we already know. But right. it's a very but people, good... But, but if people are not familiar with... Some of the, he's in, incorporated some of the nhfree.com videos that Roger has done. Yes. Uh, and I'm not quite sure who, who else did some of them, but a lot of it's Roger's work. Right, of the Social Security card burning, the U.N. flag Super burn, duper stuff. Russell and, getting arrested. And incorporates that with the 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire. guy does a fantastic job. Now, it was pretty like neat. I, said, I thought I liked how the I liked how he approached the uh, the show nice because as well. well, right? It seemed like a very nice guy, and I liked how he approached super. the show because he was uh, very clearly doing what was his last episode of his program out in Montana. It's basically a guy with a cable access show like you, Mark. Right. Um, and I get with much longer shows. It was two hours long. But uh, anyway, he 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 came on by pointing out that you know this is my last show at least here in Montana because I'm leaving. I'm well, going me, to New Hampshire. Let me tell you because you said you didn't watch the whole thing, and he goes through this and he does a great job. He does a, a lot of the video from you know that's that Roger did for NH3.com and incorporates that. Goes back and forth with the 101 reasons to do it, and he's got an excellent demeanor. Great, great guy. Like I said, I met him last year. And he ends up signing off, and he gives a little bit of a salute, and he says, you know, farewell, Montana, and I hope to see you liberty-loving people join me in New Hampshire. And he does a little bit of a salute and says, you know, may God be with you, Montana. And he's on his way. He's going to do a, a several-month thing, and he does his show. And, and the thing I wanted to mention to you also, by the mm-hmm. way, how much we love uh, liberty-oriented media. Yes. This guy's got a great show. Yeah, the more people, I mean, really, it's just great. And, John, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. It's great because um, people who have the ability to manipulate media, create media, whether it be audio or video-based or or Internet-based, flash media, that sort of thing, they're coming here. And, um, I mean, we're already here. Free Minds TV is here in Keene. You're doing your own television show now, Mark. Uh, And uh, you can actually see Mark's show at freekeene.com. That's where it's available online. 
Um, a lot of people give me some some helpful critique on it, but you, you know, know, it's a cable access public show. Access. Right? What do you, want? <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? The budget I mean, is zero, right? And you know, it's not going up, <laughs> right? Um, so you know, more people coming in here with the ability to uh, to shoot video, to edit video, to to create these projects is is just going to be a huge benefit to this movement, and I, I think it's really exciting. Again, you can see a lot of this stuff at freestateblogs.net. NHFree.com is another great website as well. A lot of exciting things happening here in New Hampshire. By the way, I wanted to uh, take a quick moment here. I forgot to do it at the top of the show, but I want to welcome our listeners in Grand Rapids uh, who are now joining us for all three hours of the Saturday show. So everybody listening on WTKG 1230 in Grand Rapids, welcome aboard for uh, the full 100% of the uh, the Saturday program, Mm. Free Talk Live. Uh, so, 800-259-9231, lots of, course, exciting things going on here in New Hampshire, and a lot of people are coming up here this summer for Porkfest, which is going to be the Liberty event of the summertime, no doubt about it. In fact, the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival is better known as Porkfest, and it's happening June 18th through the 24th. At Porkfest, you'll be able to talk with New Hampshire natives and those who've made the move, like us and John, who was just on the phone, uh, attend leadership and activist training seminars and and hear and discuss the progress and the future of the Free State Project. Right. It's like a big, uh, you know, camping session. Um, everybody's hanging out. They uh, they party late into the night. They have a good time. There's uh, a shooting contest that goes on. There's uh, tours around the state. It'll be fun. If you love liberty and you've ever felt a little bit alone in the place that you live, you don't have any idea what to expect out of Pork Fest. There are going to be hundreds of people who feel the same way that you do, hundreds. all in the same place. And the synergy, the excitement, the, uh, it, the just the atmosphere is incredible. So we recommend it. And get registered for it at porkfest.com. More free talk live on the way. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features for free, including live streams, broadband version of the show, and a dial-up version waiting for you on our website at freetalklive.com. Let's go back to uh, the phones and to the fun. Let's talk to Johnson in Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Johnson. Hey, I've got a uh, a moral question uh, for you guys and for the listeners, uh, a libertarian morality sort of uh, quandary. Okay. Um, I think it was last week you guys were reporting on the, the whole situation that happened with Opie and Anthony and uh, them being censored by XM. Right, right. And... What's what's happened in regard to this is I uh, I immediately as soon as I found out about that I suspended my XM account, and what I found out since then is that I, I was sort of wondering why isn't my XM account off and it's now four days later, and my uh, XM unit is still activated and working. Well, I found out that XM is postponing the uh, cancellation of those subscriptions. Uh, because they have a large meeting with their stockholders coming up very, very soon. So what they're doing is they're sort of postponing those cancellations until after that stockholder meeting. And the the question that I have is on uh, one of the Opie and Anthony websites, uh, a site called blackbag.com, and they also have the people of, uh, against censorship.com, they've sort of had, been having this ongoing discussion in regards to this. They have the SEC form available to be submitted for people because what's going on is XM is 
violating a you know a very uh, sort of uh, potent SEC regulation in the fact that they are deceiving their shareholders. Right, they're enronning this whole deal. Right, exactly. <laughs> they're exactly. They're they're, they're and, fabricating uh, um, assets that they do not have. Um, they're saying that we have this many uh, subscribers. They do not have that many subscribers because that many, you know, X number of right. them have canceled. Yeah, and so according to a poll, uh, according to a poll on the censorship dot com, and this is one very new website. Over five thousand people have canceled or suspended, and that's uh, just allegedly based on we don't an online poll. Well, yeah, that's that's based on on that. That's what I'm saying. Is it's based on a poll on a very new website. So mm-hmm. chances are that that number is probably much higher. Okay, which possibility is, is it's higher. And I, I obviously we haven't been able to back up what you're saying about um, what XM is doing, but it sounds likely. Right. Well, well, I'll I'll throw it allegedly on there. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I know this. I canceled my account five days ago, and uh, it's still not off. Right, and so. and you're not the only one. From what I've read about this situation, there are multiple people who have been surprised to discover that they're still getting XM service, even though they've canceled their accounts. Mm. So you're not the only now, one. I- when I went to go cancel my subserv- uh, my subscription, um, XM did offer me a free month of service, and I said no. I don't want to support the company the company in any way um, as long as you guys are going to be censoring and not making you know the the decision to support your talent and to. Uh, be what you're advertised as being, which is uncensored radio. Right now, I, uh, th- th- you know, I have no problem with um, a company censoring its content, but. Opie and Anthony really are known for this sort of content. Um, people pay a premium or pay money in order to be uh, to listen to the show. I mean, that's what they're wanting. That's what they're providing, right. and to you know get all they scared have their and own about channel. it. They have their own channel. People didn't find that by accident. Right now, before you get to your quandary, I just want to point out that this has kind of been an interesting situation with this whole Opie and Anthony being suspended. Mm-hmm. In that you would expect advertisers to uh, to be complaining about content. In this case, <laughs> advertisers are pulling their ads from XM because they suspended their hosts. Mm. So, like, there's Three. an adult services, uh, some sort of, an, you know, adults-only uh, services, uh, I guess, website or company that's pulled out. There's a coffee company that has pulled out, and they're they're angry. They're saying, hey, you know, why aren't you standing behind your talent in this case? So we're just going to pull our ads, and people are pulling their, their uh, subscriptions. That's It's hitting them where it hurts, that's for sure. But- by the way, Mark, you guys, you should give all these sponsors a vote. They support free speech. So. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know any of them. <laughs> There's a list well, of them. In, in the I will, I will let you know. I, I know who they are. But uh, you know, the other thing is that's kind of interesting about this is that um, the Bill O'Reilly on his show had a guest, Megyn Kelly, who was on recently, and she made a rape joke on mm. her on on his show that was later to be about Opie and Anthony and talking about. You know what you can and can't get away with in radio now, gotcha. and nobody. There was no outcry against Bill O'Reilly. So, what is the quandary? You say uh, that they've got this form on their website to fill out uh, to send a report to the SEC. Uh, how does that? What? what how does that play into well, your Well, I mean, the the thing is, is okay. Do you, as a libertarian, obviously the only body of uh, you know the only organization that could regulate this sort of thing and sort of uh, police this fraud that XM is perpetrating on on its shareholders is the SEC. I mean, so the only the only group that's going to fine XM or or deal, you know, any sort of uh punishment to them right now currently is 
in the, a governmental body. It's an existing body. So the question is, do you, uh, you know, as a, as a libertarian, or do I, <laughs> I should ask, um, does one report that? Does I'm gonna one, answer, you know, I want to answer it from both sides. Um, and I would say that there there could be a libertarian argument, I, I guess, made, or at least a logical argument made in favor of filling out the form in that, XM decided to be to be a corporation, and mm-hmm. when they decided to be a corporation, they agreed to be regulated by these regulatory agencies, and so therefore it's fair game to do that sort of thing. However, I would not do it personally um, because it's still involving the government in a uh, in a in a dispute between you and and a company. And also, even if uh, even if these reports are filed and the F, you know the SEC cracks down on XM, what good's that going to do? It's just going to fine XM several hundred thousand dollars or whatever the fine would end up being maybe millions of dollars which of course is just going to increase their costs and maybe they're going to pass that on to uh, their subscribers later on down the line i mean i don't know it just it just doesn't seem like to me that that will really do anything what do you think well aside from the aside from the fact of what you're saying you know about getting them trying to get them in trouble and report but it's also a matter of my desire to report that to the SEC is really also a matter of uh, getting the information out so that the SEC kind of has an idea of how many people have dropped their subscriptions so that it, that number can get back to the XM shareholders? In other words, uh, I'm sort yeah, of doing it not necessarily agency. to punish XM. But this is a government agency you're talking about. I mean, it's going to be right. months before any action's taken at all. I mean, by that time, the word will, the word will be out about their subscription loss. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, Maybe. I don't know if that's true, actually, because this meeting, this shareholder meeting, is supposedly supposed to take place very, very shortly. And I would think that that because of that date, that the SEC may react quickly on this, or at least I don't know. Not numbers very likely. will be presented, but I don't know. I wouldn't say that'd be likely, just knowing the government and how it operates. But Mark, what do you think? What would you do if you're in Johnson's shoes here? I'm kind of stuck in the same quandary. Um, I I can't say what I would do. I don't generally like involving policing bodies. You never know what sort of uh, unintended consequences you get. But um, I do feel like those uh, the, those shareholders have the right to know. And there's no other way for you really to get in contact with them. Mm. I, I think that the SEC way may be the way to go. Johnson, thanks for the call. What would you do in this situation? 800-259-9231. A bit of a libertarian quandary. Most people, you know, without principles, with the, they don't care. They, they would get the government involved. They would step in and fill out the SEC forms. For me, I try to resolve my problems um, without using government. And so I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. If... If I found that that was uh, unscrupulous, I would just not continue to patronize XM. More on the way. Your thoughts as well. It's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever is on your mind. Toll free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll free line for you. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, including the bulletin board system. Over 225,000 posts. Over 1,400 people interacting. Lots of funds and serious issues being discussed as well. So take a look-see. bbs.freetalklive.com. Get interactive. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Do you know if your hard-earned wealth is at risk? If you have a business, there's a one in three chance you'll be named a lawsuit in the next year. That lawsuit could destroy your business and leave you penniless. At KeepYourAssets.net, they are experts in sheltering what you've earned. 
Go to keepyourassets.net and take their asset protection crash course today. That's keepyourassets.net. So uh, Johnson called in from Connecticut a few moments ago and gave us a, a bit of a libertarian quandary. Because as libertarians, we don't believe in the initiation of, uh, of force to achieve political or social goals. So if there's something that you want done in, in the world, then you should do it on a voluntary basis and encourage others to do the same. So to that end, uh, most libertarians try to stay out of governmental involvement. We don't want, you know, if we're getting on the air and saying that you know, we don't want, uh, for instance, all these government programs around and all these government services, and we'd rather the, the marketplace provide them, then it would make, it a, make us a bit hypocritical if we were to be found, say, taking government subsidies or something like that, or getting involved with the government in some way that would benefit us. Right. And so... Johnson uh, pointed out the situation with XM Radio, XM Satellite Radio, and the Opie and Anthony show, which is this um, explicit show that they have on on a on an explicit channel where everybody knows that if you listen to this channel, you're going to hear something filthy. Right. And so they said something that offended. They had talked about rape and that offended somebody, and then they suspended Opie and Anthony over the comments. And a bunch of listeners to the show have gone ahead and called XM to cancel their subscription as a result of them suspending their hosts, and which I think is a great thing to do. It's a great market-based thing to do. However, it seems that uh, somebody at XM is playing some games, and they're not actually unsubscribing the, the people that have called to cancel their subscriptions – because there's apparently a shareholders meeting coming up soon, one of those quarterly deals. Right. Shareholders meeting coming up, and so that way they don't have to report to their shareholders this loss in subscriptions because of the Opie and Anthony fans canceling out. And so the question was, as a libertarian who, Johnson, who was a listener to their show, who has canceled and has, still has not actually had his account canceled, should he fill out government paperwork, the SEC, which is the regulatory agency that regulates, you know, uh, the stock market corporations, right? That's Security it. Exchange Commission. Uh, so, should he fill out the government paperwork and essentially snitch out XM to the government bureaucrats? I say no. Um, I say that it, it, what good is it going to do? I mean, even if you successfully snitch these guys out, what down the line is going to be the outcome of it? It seems to me that the best, the worst case scenario would be that they would slap them with a, some sort of a fee, which inevitably would enrich the government. It wouldn't go to the subscribers or Opie and Anthony or anything like that. It would just, it would well, just uh, impoverish the company and enrich the government. And that's not, that's not a good solution. And I say yes, because um, the shareholders deserve to know this information. This is the policing organization for this. And it, it clearly, XM, if, if they are doing this, which I believe they are, mm-hmm. um, if they're doing this, they're doing something wrong, and they deserve to be punished for it. Let's go to the phones and talk to Matt in Illinois on the Amplifier line. Hello, Matt. Good uh, good evening, gentlemen. What's on your mind? Um, I was calling about the Opie and Anthony thing, the quandary this gentleman from Connecticut was having. Yes. And uh, I agree with Ian on, Ian on this, that you should not go to the FCC. There's several reasons. Okay. First, the best thing we need is to give this government body a reason to exist. Mm. Mm. We need to just... If, if we're going to try to get rid of government agencies, we need to stop using them. Absolutely. There's no shortage of bureaucrats not doing anything, though. I, I think it'll continue to uh, crawl along on its own. They'll find their own stuff to do. But go ahead. I'm sure they will, but we don't need to be helping them by giving them reasons to exist. Okay. The, the other thing is, in answer to Merck's uh, suggestion that these people deserve to know, yeah, I don't care anything about XM. I don't have XM. 
I, I really could give two doggy doo-doos as to what happens to XM or what they're about. Now, I know that this is going on. If you're a shareholder and you don't know that this is going on, something's wrong with you. You didn't do your homework. And if I'm a shareholder of XM right now, I'm getting out. I'm not waiting for numbers. I don't care how many people have, have canceled. I know there's people canceling. I know something's wrong. I'm getting out. So if these shareholders don't know, it's their own fault. They're not doing their homework. They're not looking into things enough. Buyer beware. Yeah, I, I would have to say if I were a shareholder, um, I would probably be paying attention, hopefully, to uh, to the situation. And my first question at a meeting like that would be, well, how many cancellations have you had? And see what they said. But I agree yeah. with you. It's it's their responsibility. Caveat emptor. Any other thoughts, right. Matt? Yeah, and even if you do, be aware that they're likely to lie. They're likely to what? To lie. To, to lie. To do something that's, that's not true. If they're mm-hmm. having a whole bunch of people pull out, they're likely to do what they're doing here. Yep. And, you know, not tell you, oh, these guys aren't canceled yet. Right. In fact, uh, my mother, I think, owns some XM stereo uh, or radio stock, and uh, I should probably tell her that. There you go. Matt, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. So if you've got some advice as to what Johnson should do or anybody else who's a libertarian in that situation. Somebody, I mean, it's, it's, quite, a, it's quite a situation, isn't it? It's, an, it's a nice little issue. And if you've got some XM stock, sell. Well, it's already dropped, hasn't it? I mean, it's it's been dropping since that happened. Well, you don't, do you want to hang on while it goes to, continues no, to go down? No, I wouldn't. No, absolutely not. But it's it's a, that's a good issue because you know it really puts your principles to the test. You want to see these guys be honest, but at the same time, you you don't want to necessarily uh, violate your own principles. And I don't think it's really going to matter in the wash. You know, if a bunch of reports come in and the SEC investigates and then they slap a fine against XM, well, that's not going to do any good. It's just going to raise their rates to their advertisers or raise their rates down the line, uh, you know, as far as the company. If if the SEC finds XM, what's that going to do to the stock price? Wouldn't that actually hurt the stockholders more? How about that? I mean, I don't know much about the stock market and how it all works, but it would seem to me that if the company's failing, yeah. the stock's not going to do so well. And so to to You're slap right that. to slap several hundred thousand dollars of a fine on XM is not going to hurt. That's not going to do good things for their bottom line. No. So I would say stay away from it. Let's continue with the calls. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything, Dave in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys, what's on your mind, Dave? Wanted to give you an update on an important event that's coming up in New Hampshire on Monday in the State House. They're going to have a hearing. Um, on a proposed seatbelt law, which would be if it were passed the first adult seatbelt law ever in New Hampshire. And yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, it, yeah, it is unfortunate, although it comes up every year. It has a better chance of passage this year, so it's a greater danger than it has been in the past, so it's an important thing to watch. Uh, we're going to have a demonstration out in front of the uh, Capitol building or near the Capitol building, you know, about an hour and a half before the hearing. Mm-hmm. And this then, is such uh, an important we'll issue. I think we'll have a pretty well because um, at this point New Hampshire's probably one of the freest states in the union, and one of those the very tangible aspects of that freedom is if I don't feel like if I'm going to be driving down Main Street and I'm not going to get above 20, 25 miles an hour and I don't feel like putting my seatbelt on that day. I don't have to. Right. No, no cop is going to pull me over and, and give me a ticket, a $100 ticket for that, as though that, um, you know, helps society in some way, <laughs> you know, other than just a... Teach you, you know, a lesson, involuntary boy. Involuntary tax. Yeah. You know. Dave? 
My understanding is that actually uh, wearing a seat belt can make a, a driver more dangerous. I think it does that for me, although it doesn't make me dangerous. But I just I know when I'm not wearing a seat belt, I am so much more cautious. Mm. Um, it's very rare for me to not wear one, but for short hops, I might not. And um, I really do notice a difference in my driving. And I have heard that there are statistics that, that back that up, that actually seat belts may actually cause accidents because they get drivers more confident, driving faster, making quicker turns, that sort of thing. It may be the case. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it necessarily, but uh, that, that may very well be the case. And also, the statistics show that in Massachusetts, the next state, state next door, it's like 64% or, excuse me, 65% of compliance as far as people wearing seat belts. Here in New Hampshire, without any mandatory laws, it's 64% compliance. Big so deal. it's not about safety. It's about income generation. And I hope a lot of people turn out for that event on Monday. And, Dave, thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Of course, we'll keep you up to date with uh, everything that's going on here and around the world as far as liberty is concerned. More Free Talk Live coming up. You take control of the airwaves. We'll talk to the FCC next. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show. If you want to bring up whatever's on your mind, you can. 800-259-9231 is the toll-free single CAI line. That's one 800 259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. You like the show? You want to help support us? Well, then you should buy some stuff at the Free Talk Live store. Store.freetalklive.com is the place to go for all kinds of neat merchandise, including our brand new items that are uh, include, include the hot-selling 2-gigabyte Free Talk Live multi-gadget, as it has been dubbed. And it's appropriate because it does a lot all in one little device. It's an MP3 player. It's a flash drive. It's an FM tuner. It is also a voice recorder and more. Get all the details on that and all of our other products, including brand new Free Talk Live hoodies, the ladies t-shirt, the free marketeer t-shirt, Free Talk Live brand new beanie cap, and the bottle opener lighter combo. See what I mean? And look at all of our older uh, products at store.freetalklive.com. So, since we've been talking radio about the whole XM controversy, uh, let's talk about the FCC, Mark, since it's the, well, not don't confuse it with the SEC, which is the uh, Securities Exchange Commission, the regulatory agency we were talking about earlier in this hour. It sounds similar, but it's different. It's the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, the bureaucracy that is entrusted with regulating all of the radio waves and uh, that sort of thing. So what's going on? Well, this is from uh, ARSTechnica.com by Nate Anderson. The head of the powerful National and um, Cable Telecommunications Association yesterday called for a dramatic overhaul of the FCC and the entire regulatory framework that governs his industry. Now, I don't understand exactly why. um, I I guess telecommunications to some extent would have FCC, but, you know, cable channels aren't... uh, Regulated by the FCC. Well, they are. Anything that communicates uh, is regulated by the FCC. It's just that there aren't as many regulations on them. I see. As far as content is concerned. This dramatically different reform is quite simple to describe. Get rid of most regulations. Curtail the FCC's power and stop any government plans to support an a la carte programming. Must carry rules. uh, Network neutrality. The market will work all of that out. I'd have to agree. Absolutely. That's fantastic. You know, um, I would like to have a la carte programming. It makes me, uh, upsets me that uh, cable channels and 
DirecTV, they have this uh, these packages that you have to buy, mm-hmm. but it's only because the FCC is involved. It's o- it's only because the FCC regulates who can compete in this marketplace. Well, that that and also local uh, governments are mm-hmm. also constricting the market as far as they only are. allowing one cable provider. If there were two or three cable providers plus DirecTV, then you'd have all kinds of interesting. But choices. the market's working it out because now um, there's FiOS. They'll be right. uh, they'll be you'll be watching cable on your uh, through your computer here shortly. It won't be that big of a deal. You'll be able to get what you want. It's true. The market is doing a fine job of working around the regulations, and but it's taking a long time. Whenever um, any government agency gets involved, it just costs two or three times what it should because you've got people that aren't incentivized to do their jobs properly. Sorry, that's just mm-hmm. the way that goes. So uh, Kyle McSlaro, head of the um, NCTA, that's the uh, National Cable Telecommunications Association, has made his proposals in an address to the Media Institute uh, in D.C. yesterday, and he was he wasted little time in getting to the point. Only mistakes into the talk, um, only minutes into the talk, excuse me, he said, I think we're at a time and place where the level and intensity of competition in the communications marketplace demands that reform be something dramatically different, something that reflects a fundamental change that has and continues to occur in the marketplace. The fundamental change, McSlaro um, is talking about, is the alleged massive competition that uh, cable faces in broadband voice, and video programming, mm-hmm. competition that has resulted in cable providing customers extraordinary value. This um, rising competition means that time for new rules to govern the industry, and McSlaro fortunately has some ideas to draw on. Um, throughout the speech, he mentions the work of the Progress and Freedom Foundation, a strongly market-oriented think tank that is uh, supported in part by the NCTA, Comcast, and Time Warner. The PFF has been working uh, for several years on a Digital Age Communications Act project that uh, counts Ken Starr, Esther Dyson, Dick Army, blah, blah, blah. Ira, right, among its advisory committee. The DACA project has uh, called for basic change in the uh, structure of the FCC, one that McSlaro supports. In his view, the agency should, not only, should only have the authority to introduce regulation if it determines that marketplace competition would not adequately, adequately protect customers against unfair methods of competition well, or unfair Well, it's always going to determine that. Absolutely, because, uh, because um, th- that part I disagree with. I think we just need to do away with the FCC entirely. 100%. And I wish that uh, Mr. Mr. McSlaro would have just come out and said that. Let's he just sounds like he's trying to say that, but he is. I mean, i got to give this guy credit. At mm-hmm. least he's actually getting up and talking about the marketplace and saying the FCC needs to be drastically cut back in in the things that it can do. As far as industry groups are concerned, Mm -hmm. that's the most, uh, for lack of a better word, ballsy uh, position that I've heard, because the NAB would never take a position like that. The National Association of Broadcasters, they they love the FCC. They think the FCC is their bread and butter, and they they want the FCC to stick around so they can uh, protect them from XM and Sirius, which aren't really even threats to local radio. Uh, They're not really, because they just can't do the same things that local radio can do. But the NAB acts as though that they're just this nightmare, and the FCC needs to be there to protect them from mm-hmm. uh, from the competition, and so at least some industry groups understand the uh, the benefits of the marketplace and aren't trying to to lobby for uh, for protectionism for their groups. Right. He says there should be a presumption against regulation. McSlaw also notes the internet protocol based um, networks are subjected to less regulation than traditional cable and voice service, and calls for regulation to be consistent across all type across all types of services rather than um, tie a favorable regulatory treatment to a particular technology. Because mm-hmm. um, it's true, there's different regulations for phone lines, different 
regulations for cable. There's different regulations for the Internet, and very few for the Internet. Well, by the time the FCC finishes writing regulations for the Internet, the Internet will have changed. Yeah. So it will be too late. Government policy should make regulation the exception rather than rule for all communications services. When it comes to specific unbundling regulations that the FCC or Congress are currently considering, things like a la carte cable and um, network neutrality, McSlora argues that these ideas are opposed to those who trust in free markets. Bringing the speech home to his, um, his initial point, he indicated that the level and intensity of competition in the marketplace has already rendered those theories irrelevant and an assertion that would be uh, certainly come as news to the network neutrality advocates. Yesterday, just yesterday, a new customer survey found that cable and satellite had the lowest satisfaction scores of any industry in the country, and that it has—I can't imagine—they beat cell phones out, quite honestly. <laughs> and that it has an element of—I've um, always been satisfied with my cell phones. Yeah, well, um, have something go wrong in your bill, and then try to deal with those uh, mafia types on the customer service on the other end. Mm. Um. Let's see, excuse me. Do those uh, findings fit McSlaro's view of the industry? Perhaps they do. McSlaro argues that uh, complying with the current amount of regulation is costing cable companies valuable time and money that could be freed up to produce more innovation and competition if only most of the regulations were removed. In his view, regulation is the cause of many of industry's problems, but he doesn't want to throw everything overboard. He says the cable companies are happy to comply with narrowly ta- tailored regulations that have special excuse me have social benefits such as the universal service fund the ca the ca attacks right and the e911 i'm not sure what any of those are but yes emergency 911 uh mm. that's the tax that they put on your voip bill for mm. instance your voice over ip that's what that is i see so there you go so, Good for him. Yeah, he's calling for uh, the FCC to be gutted. And now, I say if, if you're going to gut it, just kill it off. Yeah, absolutely. It's useless. Uh, the marketplace is, is going to do a fine job of allocating frequency spectrum. They can they can do all sorts of amazing things in the marketplace. Why absolutely. the hell do we need some centralized bureau, uh, bureaucrats it, to tell us what to do? It's ludicrous as far as I'm concerned to think that the... Uh, that people can't figure out where the dial, um, you know, where dial positions would be mm-hmm. um, located and that kind of thing on their own. I mean, it's essentially just a um, homestead situation. I mean, they yeah. they're broadcasting on it, they own it, and the courts have handled, uh, you know, homesteading issues since we've had courts. Right. Well, the courts I mean, can handle those issues, and also. There's just no um, there's no reason for someone to broadcast over top of someone else who's on an existing frequency because in order to get other people to hear you, you're going to have to turn up your wattage, which of course is only going to increase your power bill. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's against market um, forces to do something like that. Find an open space on the on the spectrum and, and broadcast there. Why do you? There's I mean the the idea and that's the kind of the scare tactic that the pro FCC people are going to use is well if you get rid of the FCC it'll be chaos on the airwaves. Well, and no, I can. No, there there absolutely be. is reason to broadcast over your competition, um, which is you know you just broadcast jammers or something like that. But um, you see, there's there's reason for people to want your property. Period. I mean, it's it'd be nice to have your land bulldoze your house off of it and uh, build something there. That'd be really great. Mm-hmm. But we have ownership. You know, we you, you can establish uh, living here. You can establish owning that. You have a deed. You know, all those kind of things. No big deal. The courts handle these things. They handle property right. disputes all the time. That's what they're for. Leave it there. That should be it. Right. FCC, bunch of meddling busybodies, and um, you know, Americans generally don't. It's not like Americans use the FCC to establish their ownership of the airwaves. And not on. only are they meddling busybodies, but as that as he alluded to um, in his statement, the uh, that, that guy, it's the regulations are hindering progress. I mean, we talked about yep. cell phones. 
People could have had cell phones 20 years earlier if it weren't for the FCC dragging its feet. It's true. And who knows what other uh, neat technology we could have. Hour number two is coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. Moms smoke pot. The numbers are shocking. Coming up. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number two of the live Saturday edition. Ian here with you. And Mark. The toll-free number for you to take control of the airwaves is 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where all the features are completely free. That, again, freetalklive.com. We roll right into the calls. Nick in New Hampshire on the amplifier line. Hey, Nick. Hi, guys. What's on your mind? Um, Well, I knew you guys have probably covered Ron Paul at some point tonight, but... um... I want to talk about how he's being smeared in the media. Okay. And um, at this point, actually, um, uh, he's been, since the debate, there's been a lot of smear jobs done on him, uh, most notably that one by Fox that was implying he was a 9-11 truther. Right, correct. Uh, which, from all the digging I've done into him, I have not ever found him once um, affirm that. Um, right, they took two facts. Uh, one, that he was uh, that he's appeared on the Alex Jones show, which uh, it's not like uh, the major radio shows were giving him any airtime. Um, not to say that Alex, jo- Alex Jones certainly has a following. And um, the he you know he mentioned uh, 9/11 in his uh, in his rebut during the, um, the the debates. That's it. Yes, and they took those two together to imply that Ron Paul thought. Bush knew about 9-11 beforehand. Right, and uh, that there's a great global conspiracy of, I don't know, Jewish bankers or something like that that, uh, you know, were behind this and, and, and those planes never existed or some nonsense. Right, which Alex Jones probably believes, but... <laughs> he may very well. Yeah, but um, actually I saw The Atlantic actually published an article online today um, coming to Ron Paul's defense, and they published the actual um, transcript of what Fox News had said, and I'm sure you can probably see that on YouTube, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was actually said, they... They implied pretty strongly that that's uh, where Ron Paul was coming from. Sure. Um, but actually, I found that... Um, Fair and balanced, you know. Yeah. I found that um, CNN, actually, a lot of their pundits have said that the uh, the issues Ron Paul brought up deserve debate. That's correct. And um, as much as I don't like the guy for a lot of his positions, uh, Pat Buchanan published an online article um, on Yahoo News saying that Paul was really much more on target than Giuliani was. Right. Uh, yep. Roland S. Martin from CNN, uh, as a matter of fact, has uh, you know come out saying just exactly what you said. He was on the, uh, or he wasn't on The View, but it, the uh, the whole issue was discussed on The View, which of course reaches a whole lot of, I'm sure, very apolitical people, and uh, women especially, mm-hmm. and the three of the four hosts on The View were taking Paul's side. Right. And uh, I think any thinking person probably should, because what surprised me most, I actually sat through the debate, as painful as it was, um, but what surprised me, and it probably shouldn't have at this point, but I was surprised by the fact that people actually believe that we were attacked because they hate us and they hate our freedom. <laughs> right. So well, like, let's like, let's, let's uh, juxtapose the, the two positions here. Um, Ron Paul said that we were attacked on 9-11 due to, um, due to our country's uh, policies, uh, foreign policies around the world, um, you know, especially in uh, the Middle East, and that those people were reacting to that, and therefore the American people were harmed by America's foreign policy that they didn't really have anything to do, to do with. Um, whereas uh, Giuliani, um, you know, got up and lambasted Paul and said that he was, you know, a baby, you know, unpatriotic. I can't believe it. You're crazy for saying nonsense. I've never heard anything like this before. 
and um, you know saying those sorts of things. They attacked us because they hate Coca-Cola, Britney Spears, Christianity, and all the things we hold dear. They're the devil. You know, he he said nonsense like that. Yeah. And, but you hear politicians saying nonsense like that all the time. Sure. If what they actually, say the no- nonsense enough, it works. What came across in that moment was, wow, some of these guys actually probably believe that, mm. which is kind of scary thinking those are the guys who want to run the United States. Well, it's convenient for him to believe it. It certainly is. There you go. Nick, yep. any other thoughts? Um, no, but actually one quick thing is Ron Paul, when he, uh, he spoke, I think it was on Lou Dobbs, um, the day after the debate, uh, he pointed out that the 9-11 Commission report actually mentioned what he had been saying a few times. So if Giuliani truly never heard it... Um, then he didn't read the 9-11 Commission report. It's his own fault. Thanks for the call, yep. Nick. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. You know, that is the SACL CAI. It's a heck of a lot more um, convenient to just uh, you know uh, de- demonify your enemy, uh, turn them into a bunch of uh, evil terrible dogs um, rather than uh, considering what it is their position might be yeah and uh, I'm not saying that uh, well, it's sim- it's w- that the American people deserve to be uh, you know 3,000 people deserve to die on 9 I, I guess it's easier maybe mentally just a little bit but it's really not very difficult to run through the simple exercise of just taking a quick look at all of the interventionism that the United States has been involved in over the past several decades and you know put one and two together and say hey is this really that shocking that somebody would be so angry about uh, the meddling that the United States military, uh, the government has done in the I mean, Middle East? We're in 131 out of 190 so or so U.N. member states. I mean, we have 700, almost 700 U.S. military bases around the world. That sounds to me like an empire. I'm sorry. Um, you know, and in the Middle East, these people, some of them want to control their governments. I mean, that's the same here. You know, Democrats want to control go- Republicans. Lots of people want to control governments. Well, we're backing up King Fahd, uh, you know, these sheiks all throughout the Middle East. Uh, we put the Shah in place. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we put Saddam meddling. in place. What's that? Put Saddam in place. We put Saddam in place. We put Israel in place. Um, you know, I'm I like Israel, but. I don't think the United States should be involved in supporting them financially. I think Americans could could be involved. On an individual basis. Absolutely. But I don't think that there's any reason for the United States to be over there propping up Israel, which is essentially a military base for the United States yep. um, in the Middle East. I don't think it takes a lot of real um, thinking to really figure this out. It's, it's a simple concept, and I don't think that you have to know all of those facts. I don't think you have to know how the CIA installed the Shah and you know how many weapons Saddam Hussein was given. You don't have to know a lot of details to understand the basic concept of you invade another country mm-hmm. for whatever purposes to replace somebody with another person or to take control of the country, whatever the purpose is. You invade another country, you're going to make some people angry. Those people might just get, get angry enough to strike back at the the, uh, the original country that invaded them. That's right. all. It's simple. And, you know, that's... I don't know if you could necessarily call it an invasion, but, I mean, you could certainly call what the United States is doing over there intervention. Um you know, when we have all these uh, close ties to Saudi Arabia, which most of the uh, the nine eleven bomber you know guys were Saudi Arabian, we have such close ties to the Saudi Arabian government. I mean, we have ties basically propping up King King Fahd at the time, um, and. You know, Osama bin Laden. He's one of the royal family. He probably felt like he should be king, and uh, you know, the only way for him to become king would be to get out King Fahd. The only way he's going to get out King Fahd, get the United States out of his country. And I'm not saying Osama bin Laden should be the king of Saudi Arabia. I think Osama bin Laden should die. But 
you know, th- this is what happens when you get in the middle. In Proverbs, it says, you know, woe to a man who pulls on a dog's ears. That's what's going on here. You're but pulling on the dog's ears. It's not as so much a pulling on a dog's ears. Maybe it's like bashing a hornet's nest with a uh, stick or something like that. You're, you're going to expect the hornets to just buzz around on the inside of their nest as you bash their nest right, with Right, they stick. should like it. Yeah, that's right. That's the attitude. The attitude of these people, people like Giuliani and his supporters uh, in Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity, the attitude is that, well, everything America does is right, and so therefore these people should love us for uh, for destroying their infrastructure, and they should love us for coming over there and doing what, all the terrible things that we've done. We may done. very well, you know, our government may very well have the its best interest, you know, the best interest of the American people at heart, but that doesn't mean it's the best interest for everybody. Every time government is used for something, there are unintended consequences. Every time. Something happens. There's unintended consequences. If you have the best interest, force. If you have the best interests of American people at heart, you don't go around invading other countries. You just don't. Right, because that, what that's going to result in is American people dying as a result of these attacks. Right, and it's always going to be the wrong American people because it weren't the pe- it, the people in the World Trade Center on 9/11 were not the ones who made the decision to send soldiers over uh, overseas. Mm-hmm. The, those people were government bureaucrats, functionaries, and uh, and elected officials. Those are the people that the, uh, the 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 attack should come back on, but they aren't. It's they're picking on the little guys to make a point. Unfortunately, the point's been lost on most of the American populace because of people like Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity, and all these other people that that play cover. They run cover for the government by just perpetuating the government propaganda and the lie they're government that, preachers right that, that that these people hate uh that they hate americans for their freedoms and it's just not true because if they hate americans for their freedoms today they should have hated americans for those same freedoms 100 years ago because we had more freedoms 100 years ago in many ways well and some people did and some people didn't but uh the, the if if you were a uh, voting eligible citizen you certainly did have more freedoms 100 years ago you know, we can talk a little bit more about it because I've got a story uh, by Eric Phillips at LouRockwell.com sort of analyzing the, apparently the hack job that Glenn Beck, another uh, nationally syndicated talk host, did on Ron Paul's audio from the uh, from the presidential debate the other night. He took it out of context, of course, and proceeded to slam on Ron Paul. So we'll get to that. Your calls about whatever's on your mind, plus pot-smoking moms and... Are you addicted to Diet Coke? Mark might be. We'll find out. Coming up here, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and it is the live Saturday edition. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features for free, including the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens and dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove they listen to the show. See what I mean by going to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And wouldn't it be great to have an ex-narcotics officer be your personal coach to keep you from getting busted with marijuana? Go to NeverGetBusted.com to view clips of the recently released DVD that's gained world attention. NeverGetBusted.com. To the phones, to the fun. It's Blaine in Florida listening on WFTL. Hey, Blaine. Hey, guys. How are you? Great. Good. What's on your mind tonight? Just happened to tune in. I consider myself usually big R, little L. And uh, maybe you've heard of a uh, radio talk show host that's big throughout the U.S. called Jason Lewis, who also describes himself that way. Big but, R, uh, little would, L. That's that's a description I've never heard. Is it like big Republican, little Libertarian? Is that what you mean? Uh, Republican first, uh, and uh, you lean towards uh, Libertarian. Okay? Got it. 
Okay. And, uh, I mean, I just picked up on, on you guys and was listening to some of your comments. I was just kind of shocked. I thought, man, these guys have got to be some hardcore left, uh, hate America type folks, you know? I, I don't uh, feel like so. I am. Not so. I, I love America. I'm a member of the Republican Liberty Caucus, but I would call myself a little R, uh, big L libertarian. And I would call myself a free marketeer libertarian. And I would say that I love America. I love freedom. I love liberty. I love the concepts the country was founded upon, but I hate what the government is doing to it. But what do you what do you think we do? Do you do you not see that we do have a an ever present danger in our time of, yes, of we the do. radical Islamists? No, uh, it's not radical Islamists that are the ever present danger. The ever present danger, sir, is the United States federal government and your local local and state governments. Oh man, guy, you are just way way over the okay, top. Okay, um, and have I, you ever studied anything about it? I mean, do you know anything about it? Like, of course, I've I have. heard all. I've heard the whole hate spiel about Islam. And look, it's been a thousand years that we've uh, lived in relative peace with these people. It's not like they've been trying to overrun us. It's only in the last hundred that uh, the United States has been involved, and really the last thirty or forty that we've been thoroughly involved in the um, the Middle East. And surprise, we've got problems with these people. Right. Well, you know what? Why don't you look though seriously? Just um, you know, be intellectually honest. You guys sound like you're fairly well educated. Maybe you should read about the uh, you know the true history and the background of the religion of peace. Well, Robert uh, look, I can tell you all book. about the, the 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 history and the background of the religion of Christianity, and I can tell you I can find some really sordid and disgusting stuff. I mean, did you know that God uh, you know ordered uh, the the Israelites to kill every man, woman, and child in AI? I mean, you're talking about a very violent God here, right? I mean, you well, can you can take little bits out of the Bible and you can make Christianity, which is a very peaceful religion, a very good religion, and you can make it look terrible. And that's what they've done. These uh, warmongers have done to the mm-hmm. Islam. Islam isn't dangerous. I mean, you'd think this huge horde would be crashing all around the world and killing people. They're really not. There's just a right. few radicals out there, and we're feeding their fire. Well, I guess that's what that's that's your way of looking at it. But like I said to me. You just you're playing right into their hands. How am I playing about? into their hands? By getting us out of their country, please. Then I will. As far as I'm concerned, the government's um, playing into their hands because they're destroying our freedoms with the Patriot Act, with the TSA, with all this stuff that's happened since 9/11. Right. It looks like the the, the it looks like the terrorists won. You really believe that? Do we really believe? Wait, wait, do, do, do we believe what? What will you believe when we have an atomic weapon go off in one of our cities? Why would that that happen? You were glad that the Patriot Act... was not enforced, that we weren't able to intercept something? Do you th- well, look, look, the TSA misses 75% of its own guns, bombs, and knives that it tests itself on. You think that they're, it, it's nothing but a, a, a very right. big sieve. It's missing all kinds of stuff. You know, what the TSA I love, isn't stopping nuclear weapons. You know, Blaine, what, what amazes me is how guys like you that uh, during the Clinton administration would have been all for small government. Now, all of a sudden, on 9-11, everything changed. And now, big government is cool. Big government's a good thing. Big government is going to keep us safe. That's the attitude, isn't it? I mean, how did that change for you, Blaine? Or, or were you always for big government? No, 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 no. I'm for, I'm for things that are going to keep us as Americans safe. So, right. So you're telling me that government you're, bureaucracies... You're, you're, your, philosophy, your philosophies of just sticking hardcore uh, to your big L uh, literally are going to bring us right down a path of, of true, true... Destruction. Your, your thoughts play right into the hand. No, of sorry, Andy. Blaine. 
tr- sorry, Blaine. I trust Americans to defend themselves and their own families and friends on their own via their uh, via the ownership of firearms. I do not trust the government to keep me safe. Government is miserable at doing virtually anything that it attempts to do, and it always creates unintended consequences whenever it even has the best of intentions. I mean, don't you understand the principles that centralized control and bureaucracy are inefficient, Blaine? What makes you think that the Department of Homeland Security is all of a sudden more a more efficient and a better uh, bureaucracy than all the other ones that you normally wouldn't like. Well, sure. A lot of things that I, you say I would like to. I don't even own a gun, but I sure do believe in more guns, less crime, no doubt about it. Okay? But uh, I don't think that me having a gun right now is going to help with uh, somebody crossing with the... Uh, you ignored, my, you ignored okay. my point, Blaine, about government inefficiency and bureaucracy. You just blow, it just blew well, right you by you, huh? Efficiency and bureaucracy. You, you're, you're totally now. You're way off the of You need to get more real specific about the true, true dangers that could be could be there. You know, and what, okay. what Blaine, possibly... Let me try this tact. There's two lines of thinking here. Okay, there's only two possible ones. There's either we are messing with these people, therefore they're messing with us. Or, these people are evil, crazy uh, demons, and they would try to kill us even if we kept to ourselves, right? Like, there's one or two, there was one or the other philosophy. Which one well, makes more I, sense I like, to you? I like number two the best, no doubt about it. I, I know you do. <laughs> those are the people that have the most power within that. You know, there's all kinds of dangerous people out there, too. Let's go, let's go mess with them and see if they attack us, too. Why let's can't go, I, I mean, well, let's go screw with the Eskimos. Around, okay, I'll bet they'll be right. out here um, attacking us, too. And here's let's, my, let's go. You guys, you know, you're losing the argument right now. In my mind. That's why we're keeping you on the phone. <laughs> yeah, the, okay. yeah we're, we're keeping you on the phone because we're losing the argument, and we're looking nutty. Well, I, I, I would, it would be fun to take a poll of your uh, listeners right now. Okay. But anyways, uh, um, you know, when the, when the communist threat was so, so big, okay, we saw that spreading throughout the, the world. What did we do? I didn't hear what you said. The communist threat. threat. What did we do? The communist threat was such a big, uh, you know, uh, huge within my generation of growing up. Did we just uh, uh, sit down and, and and do nothing? Well, I would Did say we that um, I would say that the difference with the communist threat is is that you're talking about governments. Governments can deal with governments because they're on the same playing field pretty well. But when you're talking about movements. I don't think the government's going to be um, – it's, it's too big of a ship. Well, I think that uh, the, the government of the United States sent a bunch of troops over to Vietnam in order to fight the communist threat, and then 50,000 of one. them died. Uh, more than 50,000 of them died, and uh, they didn't stop the communist threat. In fact, communism has infected the United States to the point of almost no return. I mean, there's an insane amount of communism going on here, and, and people like you support it, Blaine, don't you? you? You probably support government schools. You probably support redistribution of wealth. You certainly support taking money at the point of – a gun and using it how you want to use it. You want to use my money to go all around the world and fight wars. In fact, Blaine, just to prove that uh, none of us are losing That's this fight, we'll hold you over, Blaine. Wait, Blaine, can you hang on? Nuts. Blaine, can you hang on? We'll bring you back. 800-259-9231. So we'll find out if Blaine's really a communist in uh, in his heart of hearts. That we'll discover here in moments at 800-259-9231. And you can take control of the airwaves. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday show. Your show. You take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. Toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line for you. 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All of the features are completely free. That does include archives. An entire year's worth of the show right there on the front page of the website. For your downloading convenience, you just go and get them for free at freetalklive.com. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep those clients, too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com or call 800-544-6359. Do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live. Now, we were, uh, we're on the line with Blaine, who has very kindly held through the break, and uh, we're going to bring him back on here from uh, WFTL down in Florida. And Blaine is a big government Republican. Blaine believes that uh, government, while in many areas he would like to see it reduced, in some areas he thinks government should be much, much bigger, because he believes that government can do what it sets out to do. He believes that government is going to keep him safe from the big, scary terrorists Well, if government the was any good at the anything, why haven't we um, won the war on drugs, the war on terror, the war on everything else? Oh, I'm sure we're going to win. Just give them enough time and money, Mark. Just That'll solve the problem. Just right, wondering. Blaine? You guys, you know what? I would remember, what did I say when I first began? I called myself a big R, little L, Republican mm-hmm. Libertarian, right? I, I'm only questioning that, there but go ahead. There were so many, well, I, I guarantee you the Libertarian card right now after this visit is tore up, so to speak. But <laughs> anyways, we would visit, we would, we would agree so much on for so principles. many things. Right, we would, we would, no, that's, that's what I mean. The, the principle behind the, the basic uh, safety of my children uh, uh, seems to be lost with, with your guys' argument now. But we would agree on so many different things. Oh, I'm sure we would. We'll, I, absolutely. We'll choice. Absolutely. I mean, many, many, many things I can't believe we would be in total agreement. Mm-hmm. But when, when the safety, what I see, like I said, of our bottom line for me is if we put, if we put, despite all these regimes that believe me that, we, you know, we have to hold our nose and look the other way to think that we're even supporting it all. But if we let the wealth and oil of of the Middle East to go to the radical Islamists, my guy, you guys, I can't even imagine what, what the world would be like with some of the people that could control uh, that religion and that ideology with that that kind of uh, that kind of wealth. I mean, it would just that truly would would threaten us. I I, I guarantee I I agree with you completely. It would be scary if the wealth and the oil um, went to the radical Islamist. I'm not 100 percent sure that's true. We've stayed out of Egypt's business, largely stayed out of Turkey's business. There you have two very secular, um, you know, hardly Islamic nations. It's um it's the nations where we've meddled the most, Saudi Arabia. Um, um, Iraq, where we've had the most trouble. And so I, I'm not sure that I see where you're coming from there, but don't you think that it's a little antithetical to freedom, um, to the history of this country, for us to free ourselves from a king 250 years ago and then go supporting one now? Well, I would, like I said, there's a lot of things I would totally agree with you. But you're, 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 you know, you're supposing that the government's good at something, um, and I would ask you then, like, tell me something it's done well. 
Well, there you go. Like I said, there's a lot of things we would have a lot of agreement then on. You should, then if we have something this important, Blaine, you should keep the government out of it. See, this is the problem that I have with big, big R Republicans is they, they understand small government when it comes to social welfare programs, but they don't understand small government when it comes to putting guns in the hands of their bureaucrats. Somehow when you arm a bureaucrat, they become efficient as far as Republicans are concerned. Republican welfare being the military. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, I, you know, to, I, to some degree right now, I can kind of say, yeah, well, it would be nice to see what would happen. The, the, the fear is what, would, what I'm afraid would well, truly, over really it, man. happen. No, 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 the fear mongering, let's take a look at history and what the United States has done. We vilified, um, you know, the Spanish during uh, you know, our war with them. I can't remember. Uh, Spanish-American war? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah. when, when they had uh, Mexico. Um, we vilified the Japanese in World War II. We're doing business with them now. We vilified the, uh, um, the Vietnamese during that war. We're doing business with these people now. We vilified China during the Vietnamese war. We're doing, they're, they're our most favored nation. I mean, we do this all the time. In in 30 years, the Islam, you know, 30 years ago they were our friends, and 30 years from now they'll be our friends, but we've got to kick their butts now. Well, we, I think we have to kick their butts as far as a certain faction of it. You know, that's the part that, that, that is, like, we, we, it seems like we had at least somewhat agreement on, is that, is that you know, the, 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 the scary thought of those folks actually, you know, whether it's a small minority of their, of their religion and ideology that uh, would control the wealth. I just can't imagine. I truly think that we would be all in great, great peril. I, and the I next think we're problem is. I think we're in greater peril, Blaine, because we're steering those people up. Like, there's more terrorist attacks now around the world than there were bef um, before we went into Iraq. The right. You can say you want to go after the extremists, but unfortunately, Blaine, you're talking about the government here, and they just sort of, you know, carpet bomb. Whoever they kill is who they kill. All There have been hundreds of thousands of people that have died directly either from bombings or from sanctions or a variety of different things that the United States government has done over there, and I can guarantee you that only a fraction of those hundreds of thousands are actually the extremists that you're talking about. The rest of them are regular, average folk who have, you know, have lives families, and families. And their, uh, their sons are liable to be turned into terrorists as a result of what the United States did. Right. And I for think all we're the, creating terrorists. And I'm sorry, but, I'm sorry, Blaine, but for all the scariness out there in the world, I just don't it's it's not an excuse to utilize the guns of government because the fact is you talked about wealth being put into the hands of the people in the Middle East. That's fine. I want them to. I want everybody in the world to be more wealthy. In fact, I would like to be able to keep the money that I earn and decide how to spend it and give it away or save it in the ways that I think are best. Unfortunately, with this big government around Blaine, this government is threatening me. It's saying that if I don't support what this government wants to do, it's going to come and throw me in a jail cell or possibly kill me if I don't want to go to the jail cell. Because because I don't want to support what the government does. It seems to me, Blaine, that I have more to fear from the United States federal government than any scary, um, you know, sulking uh, people around the world. It's just, it's just a reality. The government is what's putting me in danger. Well, I guess that's where we would part. But like I said, unfortunately, that's where I say is I think that that's it's a. Uh, a frightening proposition, and I, and I hear what you're saying. Why, why can't you just go on being scared and then hire some mercenaries if you're so scared to go over and kill the people that you're afraid of? I mean, why do you have to get me involved, Blaine? I'm not scared. My friends aren't scared. We just want to we just want to live our lives here unmolested by people like you. But you and the other warmongers out there insist on taking money from us at gunpoint, and and that's kind of despicable in my book. Okay, go ahead, build some bridges, no, Ian. That's a little that's a little bit over the top. No. 
it's not, Blaine. It's a fact. You're taking money from people at gunpoint and spending it how you want. The liberals want to spend it on welfare. You want to spend it on warfare. I don't want any of it taken from me. That is absolutely not true at all. Oh, really? But, But that's where you libertarians are over the top, is when it comes to this. You really don't truly see, okay, you say scared, scared. Believe me, there will be a day when you are afraid if we do not take this seriously, you know? And like I said, you said somebody said just a, a, a couple minutes ago. I'm afraid about, right uh, now, Blaine, of the government kicking in my door because they're going to mistake my house for a drug house when they meant to in, uh, invade one on the other side of the street or something like that. A very realistic possibility. Terrorism in America is not a realistic possibility. If it were, Blaine, then where the listen, hell are all the terrorist that, attacks? That last example you had now sounds really over the top. Really, Blaine? There are 40,000 40, SWAT team raids in this country on a yearly basis, and they botch it up all of the time. They raid the wrong house, they raid the wrong side of the duplex, they raid the house on the wrong street, and people get shot and killed, Blaine. Are you just living with your eyes closed? Are you just not paying attention to these stories? As far as what streets are those? You know what? Go to the agitator. nothing, Nothing is happening on those streets, right? Oh, well, going on. Blaine, that's a little unfair right. to say that uh, a good law-abiding citizen that, that happens to live on a bad street deserves to die. Okay, but what, I, what, you're, what you're trying to say is that just anywhere where nothing, where no crime is occurring, it's, you know, like, like I said, now we're getting way off, way off the top. I would you agree. Guys, good, good, good luck. Like I said, there's Tell many, you what, Blaine. many things hey, we would Blaine. agree upon. I, I agree with I you, and you're going to hear a lot of things you agree with on this show, and we're on, that, uh, we're on WFTL uh, every Saturday night, so hopefully you'll join us again and call us back. And thank you for the call. We appreciate okay. it. 800-259-9231. You know, you're living... Uh, if you don't understand what sort of uh, police raids are going on in this country, you have not been paying attention You know, I news. think I was doing very good with Blaine there, Republican to Republican. And yeah. then you and your free marketeer stuff, no government jump you know what? right he in. Can, all, he, all he could do to my, my points... Down. All he could do to my points about um, taking money at gunpoint was ignore them. All he could do is pretend as though that's not what's going on. When in it's fact, a hard that's exactly, to get. It's exactly what's going on. More coming up. You take control. Free Talk Live. The show is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. Toll free. 800-259-9231. Lines are loaded. If you are on hold, we will get to you. Do be patient. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. The Sinkel CAI toll free line. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features there are totally free. And we do ask that you voluntarily support the show by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Whatever you enter... Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of whatever you purchase. They've got 41 categories for you to shop from, whether it's their huge selection of books to office products to baby clothes to uh, furniture. I mean, they've got it all. High-dollar electronic items as well. Free Talk Live gets a percentage if you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. And, oh, yeah, I'm selling my house, too, so you can buy that at House.FreeTalkLive.com. Let's go to the phones and to the fun. It is Ed in West Virginia listening on WVTS. Hello, Ed. Yes. Hi there. Hi. George Washington was over the top, wasn't he? Apparently so. Why do you say that? (laughs) Well, um, your previous caller, Blake, talking about being over the top. I mean, think about what George Washington did. He committed crime, and he knew he was committing crime. He revolted against a legitimate government. That is over the top. 
I ask myself, what would George Washington do? That's well, the model I follow. Not only yeah, that, I, but George, I like Thomas Jefferson a little better, but well, okay. Well, now, both George and Thomas, uh, both Washington and Jefferson have similar quotes floating around out there about how you're supposed to, how the, uh, this country was founded in order to trade with countries all around the world, but right. not get involved in, as they call them, entangling alliances. Not to, um, to flex our muscle around the world. We're supposed to just trade, and that's it. Right. Right, and I think what Blaine doesn't understand is the Islamists did not attack George Washington's America. The Islamists on 9-11 attacked imperial America. Yes, they essentially attacked the government that we uh, broke away from 230 years ago or so. Uh, That's that's a pretty good analogy. And and as far as 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 war over there... um, you know, I, I'm for the withdrawal of troops from Iraq if it's the 38th country we withdraw from. <laughs> if it's the 38th? You know, How about the 131st? What's that? Well, we're in over 130 countries, actually, not just 38 of them. Why do you only want to get okay. out of 38? Okay, I, I haven't been able to. The best I could find out is that, that we're in 38 different You say it's 100 and... 131 out of 190 UN member states. Yeah, the United States. Over se- almost 700 uh, military, military bases, bases around over the world. Over 700 military. Over bases. 700. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I'm a challenge. I challenge listeners. You know, to, to, you know, peruse the, the works of Thomas Jefferson and the and the and the, the founders of this republic and find out what reason would there be to have troops of a republic in that many foreign countries. Well, you know, um, we, we were all educated by the public school system, and the government wouldn't want you reading any of that uh, govern, anti-government stuff that <laughs> Jefferson and Washington and uh, Franklin and Madison wrote. Now, Ed, I'm curious. How would you handle, how would you handle Blaine's objection that, well, what about, uh, wouldn't you be scared, Ed, if the uh, troops came home? What, wouldn't you be scared about possible attacks from Islam? I mean, wouldn't that frighten you? No, I, I'm I'm not. I, I I agree with you, fellas. I am more afraid of this imperialist government here at home. You know, another thing too. that bothers me Even about domain our, abuse. I'm sorry. Rage. You know, eminent domain abuse, rage. This you know, this, this is the real stuff that talking heads on the network media aren't going to tell you about. You're right, right. exactly right. And Ed, uh, thank you for the call. Great one. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The he. You know, Blaine uh, in Florida just sort of sidelined my point about the raids. I, I said I'm I have more to fear from the United States federal government than I do from some scary terrorists out there somewhere. It seems to me that the government acts more like terrorists uh, to me at least, and to ignore the forty thousand uh, armed SWAT team raids that are executed in this country on a yearly basis is to essentially put one's head in the sand and to pretend that nothing horrible is going on to our friends and family members and our neighbors when in fact they. They absolutely are. we got to continue with the calls, though, because uh, they're rolling in. Let's go to Gene in Oklahoma. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Gene. Hello, gentlemen. Um, uh, glad to hear you again. I, um, being a conservative Christian that I am, I found myself um, uh, being a Democrat, uh, Democrat for a long time, mm-hmm. and then I found myself uh, switching over to Republicans, and after um, I saw some of the things that went on with the Republicans that you've described. I was only that for one month, and now I'm an independent conservative. <laughs> I do have a few leanings toward the libertarians. Um, 
And, I, of course, I felt that Jefferson and Washington and others uh, did not go for the entangling alliances and uh, especially wars in Europe mm-hmm. and, uh, they, and to keep out of such. And here we have a nation. We, we want to say it's not imperial, but yet we've got troops uh, in nearly 140 countries, bases or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been in South Korea for more than uh, about uh, 60, yeah. closing in on 60 years now. And it, it um, you know, it just beggars the imagination uh, of uh, these costs of like two to three hundred billion dollars a year in uh, defense, um, defense spending in this um, military might uh, upkeep. Um, and uh, which I personally, um, the only thing I think that's keeping the um, the uh, Islamofascists at bay has been that our FBI and CIA have been all over them like stink on no, a donkey. That's not it. Nope, that's not it at all. Because they're just they're just bureaucrats, just like the the postal service. They're not it, very it's effective. It's the FBI and the CIA that allowed 9/11 to happen in the first place. It's, I mean, the 9/11 Commission has reported that, in fact, the F, um, an FBI agent reported it to the CIA, and they just ignored that. The crap. FBI can't even install a new computer system correctly. I mean, it, there's just bumbling bureaucracies. The reason why it hasn't happened is just it just simply hasn't happened. I mean, there's no reason why somebody who didn't want somebody who wanted to couldn't go out and put together a bomb and blow something up. There's no reason. There's nothing to stop them from doing that. There are plenty of ways to build explosives uh, in your back shed and then, you know, tie them to a truck and run it into a side of a building. There, I can think of all kinds of ways to uh, to create terror right here in America, but yet it's been over six, it's, you know, it's been six years since 9-11 and right. nothing's happened. And I'm telling well, you, it's not the government that's keeping you safe. Okay, well, guys, um, there, there's truth in that. I, I agree. I, you mentioned the battle of AI, and mm-hmm. uh, just wanted to mention uh, on the biblical background of AI, um, the destruction thereof it was uh, you had Canaanites who um, practiced uh, the religion of Moloch and uh, Baal involving human and child sacrifices. And according to biblical uh, archaeologists, uh, they were also heavily involved into uh, sexual perversions where there was a lot of uh, sexually transmitted diseases in their discovery. So th- these are some of the reasons for the destruction of AI. Well, uh, I, thanks, I guys. Wonder, Talk to you later. I mean, that, that's a, that's you. a Christian society that, uh, that, that puts that out there, and I wonder how much of that is uh, historical revision, but it may very well have been true. You know, I'm just saying that it sounds really brutal, and if you take it out of context, then it can really be, uh, you know, in the same way that uh, quotes out of uh, the Islamic, uh, the Koran, Mm -hmm. are taken out of context, uh, you know, it can be damning. Let's talk to Stan in Florida listening on WFTL. Hello, Stan. You're on Free Talk Live. Okay. uh, I want to make a couple of points fast. Yes. John Adams, first Secretary of State, said our foreign policy should be of self-interest, not good intentions. Okay. okay. Now, uh, I love Thomas Jefferson. Um, I would say I'm partially a libertarian, but there's a realism involved here. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point well, out uh, was... Well, hold on. Before you go any farther, um, uh, Mr. Adams, who was also the uh, second uh, president of the United States, right. was um, presided over the Alien Sedition Act, the most brutal, um, uh, intrusive law ever passed in the United States, and it's That's disgusting. Um, I, you know, I, Adams does not represent by any stretch of the imagination the liberty movement that his uh, cousin, Sam Adams, founded. I mean, Adams was periphery. He happened to be a lawyer and a long line Ew. of lawyers that have uh, been in in the government and uh, you know I, I think he's of the of the uh, first five presidents the worst okay uh, but along came jefferson mm-hmm. now the other thing i wanted to point out you mentioned israel 
Israel is an ally. We do, I don't, we do not have troops there. As far as I know, there's no troops in Israel. Well, the fact that we have allies is in violation of the original intent behind uh, the founding of this country. The idea was that the uh, the United States shouldn't have allies; it should just do trade with other countries. So that's okay. the violation right there. You know, I was running okay, so fast when I said that. Okay, but here's the thing: you're going back a couple of hundred years when it took weeks to get to the other side. Uh, there, there was really no newspapers. It took a uh, couple of weeks to get any information. But the most, the thing I really want to get to is 30 years ago i did a thesis on muhammad okay okay not a religion is as it's good it's bad like any other religion mm -hmm. but all throughout history there's always been a movement in the islamic religion fundamentalists when somebody gets a hold of the reins there and they're more liberal it always follows up with a fundamentalist that's what happened in spain and where they were getting along three religions then they came across. Uh, they put you know, a stop to that. Um, Stan, you're absolutely right. There are certainly fundamentalists in any given religion, and thank you for the call. Um, even in Christianity, there are fundamentalists that would love to enforce their belief set on everybody else. I mean, go watch Jesus Camp if you want to see what I'm talking about. Fundament fundamentalists in any religion are scary, dangerous people. However, governments scare me a lot more. Hour number three is coming up, 800-259-9231. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number three, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on our website, we give them away, so enjoy those on us. That again, freetalklive.com. All right, let's roll back into the phone calls here. People holding patiently through the news, and not one caller dropped off, which is really good. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to, it is Brad in Indianapolis listening on WXNT. Hey, Brad. Okay, guys. How y'all doing today? Great. Thanks, I really What's on your mind? Really enjoy the show. Um, I just I, I do not understand how you guys can think this way about our government. Um, you guys said when you were on the phone talking to I believe it was Blaine, you were talking about uh, carpet bombing and the amounts of innocent civilians that we were killing in Iraq. Mm -hmm. I mean, I cannot believe that you guys cannot see how this government has not gone out of their way to minimize as much civilian casualties and in fact. <laughs> take damage, our guys are actually taking way more damage than they should be taking over there just so we don't flatten these towns. I mean, if, they, if you want to see carpet bombing, believe me, we could decimate countries if we wanted to do it. Okay, Brad, um, that was my, my, my esteemed partner here who uh, truly hates everything that is government. Um, I uh, you know, tend to be a little more moderate than he is. We have not carpet, carpet bombed um, Iraq. We have, uh, you know, missed and, uh, you know, the numbers vary as to how many people directly, how many Iraqi people directly have died. Uh, 25,000, I think, is a pretty fair number. But when you start thinking about um, all the utilities that are out, all the, uh, you know, the disorder from, um, you know, their government be being brought down, diseases um, from, you know, hospitals being shut down, that kind of thing, the numbers have gone up to as high as, as high as, and I can't say that I know for sure, I'm certainly not in Iraq, 600,000 people. 
now, yes, American soldiers have been put in danger because we have not prosecuted um, this war in the fashion that a war should be prosecuted. Absolutely. But I say that. But I say that 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 is a very good reason to bring their asses home. There's no, re- you know, in the same reason we shouldn't have been in Vietnam because we weren't going to fight a real war. We shouldn't be in a war. We're not willing to fight and and win. And well, I, I'm sorry, cannot, the United States doesn't have the guts to do that in a foreign country anymore. I, I do not understand why the, this war has gone the way. I mean, there there should. I mean, has anybody ever heard Democrats. of Richard Marcinko and SEAL Team Six? I mean, yes. we should be out there really doing what we should be doing. Well, but, no, be out I, there. I, I would disagree entirely, and I'm not sure that uh, Mr. Marcinko would uh, would agree that we should be in Iraq, uh, just going out and randomly uh, finding nations to pick fight w- fights with. Hey, everybody thought, thought Saddam Hussein was a bad guy. All governments I thought. I think Saddam Not Hussein was a bad guy, and I think there's lots of bad guys. I don't think that bad guyness is um, a good reason for attacking. And, and don't and forget, the United most States Republicans, installed him. Most Republicans that back this hate the U.N., and then for some reason or another want to use um, U.N. violations as a good reason to go in. <laughs> well, the U.N. Is, is, is obsolete. It's as corrupt as any organization. Mm-hmm on the face of this earth. But I yet mean, the I, Republicans aren't doing anything to get the United States out of the U.N. Right. They've had, they've had control of Washington for six years now. Why are we still in the U.N.? I do not know. I am Because a the Republicans I, have lied. They're not well, for small governments. Abso- absolutely. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's, it's not like any party has gotten more corruption than any other party. No, it's they're all bad. That, no, no. They're I, all, they are all bad. But we do have to have some form of, of government. Self-government, my friend. Self-government. Okay. We do not need a coercive, monopolistic, violent state. We don't. With, you know what? Listen. Okay. How about this? You want you want self government in the days before there was big organized government. It was just like that. It was clans and townships, and they fought constantly. And if they would have had M16s back then, they would have used M16s back then. Well, I mean, um, that's not going to solve the problem. I, you know, I'm 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 certainly not for the uh, no government that uh, that my uh, partner here is for. But I would say that it's the only role of the federal government um, is that that's outlined in the Constitution. There is no um, the, the army is supposed to be uh, disbanded after two years, according to the Constitution. Um, there's there's no provision for an FBI, a CIA, um, any you you pick the alphabet soup agency that's out there. There is no constitutional basis for it. What? Ever, um, but I, I, I got to say this. I, I think that there's a lot of people, and you, you may or may not be in this category, that do not like the fact that the United States is the big boy. We are the only superpower left, and we are the biggest, most. We consume the most. We produce all this stuff. I don't like and having I, to pay I, for it. Do you know that the uh, the ocean waves are? You don't have a problem with it, but it's my money. It's, it's mine, and you're taking money. it from me. Yeah, well, you know, but yeah, the Democrats are going to take even more than the Republicans. Look, uh, wait a minute. Hold on just a second. You're saying that the only thing that we have the choice of is, is a big government Republican or a big government Democrat? Then count me out. I'm done. Then why are you an American? What? I, mean, I hate to say it <laughs> Look, like I I'm do, an American because I believe in freedom and liberty, not in big governments. Our founding fathers believed in freedom and liberty. We lost them. Oh, Thanks God. for the call, Brad. You know, it was big government that we fought against.
to get this country. Yeah, that's right. And uh, by the way, just on his... Taxes he, we fought against. That's what the since, Boston Tea Party was about, taxes. Since he dropped the old canard of, oh, if you just go with the Democrats, they're going to tax you more. Okay, maybe that might be the case. However, um, during the Bill Clinton administration, Bill Clinton looks like a small government conservative in comparison to what uh, George W. Bush has done. Well, when the Republicans have been in, When the Republicans have been in total control which is what they've been in for the past several years, government has done nothing but get bigger and bigger and bigger year after year. Who gives a flip whether they're Republicans or Democrats in office? Are you telling me that, I mean, you're really telling me that if it were Al Gore that were elected in 2000 that the government wouldn't be as big as it is today or would be bigger than it is today? I mean, come on. It's hard. Nobody has ever spent as much as this, the current administration has spent. You know, I, I guess... I guess I'm not being um, completely There's no fair. small government there. There's a Republican out there that I want in office, so I guess I'm for the Republicans. I want Ron Paul. If I can't have him, I'll take the Democrat, uh, Mike Gravel. But, uh, you know, I'm looking at candidates individually, and I'm listening to what they have to say, and I'm voting for the one that wants small government. 1-800-259-9231. Let's talk to, I believe it is Ron in Florida on WFTL. Hello, Ron. Hello? Hi, Ron. Yes, sir. Hey, it's actually Rob. Well, hello, Rob. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. I was driving along, and I heard your show, and uh, it's a great show. I I think you guys should be on uh, during the day. And every day. Well, we we do six we are days on every day. We do a show six days a week, and uh, hopefully WFTL down there in South Florida will will pick it up one of these days. And if you if you'd like that to happen, call the program director there, Ken Polly. Tell him thanks for airing the weekend show, and ask him for week uh, for weeknights. Yeah, really. I mean, I, it's I, I yeah, I could probably sit here and talk for hours, but I just kind of wanted to talk about a couple of things. You know, people were, people were saying uh, before that, uh, well, people seem to always say. We haven't been attacked since 9/11, so that means that everything that we're doing is such a good is, su- is such a good thing, mm-hmm. and we should do more of it so that we don't get attacked. And then I counter with the thought of, well, how many years was it before 9/11 that we were attacked previously? Uh, it was like it was, 1991, wasn't it? So 15. Yeah, it was. It was what? 11 years. I right. thought it was 15. I guess it was 11. Well, whatever. Years. Somewhere between well, 10 and 11 years. I'm sorry, I'm counting from here yeah. to um, now. It was like 11 years, and we did not that much to stop it from happening again, and it took 11 years. Yeah. Now we've done everything in the world, and but we've thrown the civilities out the window, yep. and they're going, look, it's six years we haven't had anything happen. And well, that, Maybe it's not even six years. Maybe it's only five years. Right. I mean, the you irony know, well, of all this is, if you believe their, uh, the propaganda that the government puts out, if you believe the propaganda that they hate our freedoms, they're attacking us to destroy our freedoms, yeah. well, then the irony is, the, their freedoms have been destroyed by the government, not by the terrorists, but by the all government. The time. And, you know, the, the other thing is, is all you have to do is tell them, look, the TSA, by its own tests, misses, all, um, you know, 75% of the gun, guns, knives, and bombs that it itself tests itself on. How in the world is the government any good at protecting us? Well, 75%. I even said that, that we were safer the day after 9-11 than we were previous 9-11, because the only reason why everybody just sat there was because we're trained to not do anything as citizens. Hmm. We're trained by the government. Don't do anything. The police will step in. As soon as people realize that it's not going to happen, and it's even been proven since then, every time somebody jumps up on a plane now and runs towards the cockpit, 
Everybody on the plane jumps on him. A little yep. old ladies with their canes are beating on him. Right. They've actually they they hospitalized. Uh, uh, I think it was a French boxer um, on a an American flight because he was uh, shadow boxing or something like a martial artist or something like that. They've killed a couple of people on planes. Yeah. Uh, you know because they were drunk and out of hand. You know, absolutely. There's never going to be another hi- uh, hijacking in America again. Ron, great call. No, call us again. Call us again sometime, man. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the toll free number. And you can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's a live Saturday show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free, including the wiki, over 1,350 pages created by listeners just like you. It's the listener-editable version of our website. See what I mean by heading over to wiki, that's W-I-K-I, dot freetalklive.com. And opportunistic lawyers, judges, future ex-spouses, disgruntled ex-employees, and meddling bureaucrats, all of these people want your money, home, and car. What have you done to protect yourself? At KeepYourAssets.net, they're experts in sheltering your wealth. Go to KeepYourAssets.net and take their asset protection crash course today. They'll show you how to keep your assets. That's KeepYourAssets.net. You know, it's not just for rich people. I do it, too. we got to go to the phones. Let's talk to Kurt in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Kurt. Hey, guys. How's it going today? Great. Are you on a speakerphone? I'm not. Okay, just in a bathroom or something. This is the quietest place at work I could find. Got it. (laughs) What's on your mind? Broom closet? Just about. If if we brought all our troops home, irrespective of what I am truly afraid of, which is not a terrorist attack, but if we did have a terrorist attack, wouldn't we have all our troops here to defend against that rather than scattered all around the world? It, it, it is certainly the possibility. Um, if you decided to keep them, I think that America would uh, sh- shortly, within um, 10 or 15 years, decide, you know, we don't need this big of a military um, operation. But I say just bring them home, and the military itself will shrink of its own accord. But anyway, I wanted to talk about, I think her name was Jean, who called last week to eviscerate you for spewing venom. Yes, that was. those were the terms she used, yes. Uh, she said we were America haters, I think. Well, to those people who would say that, two, two points on it. But one question I'd like you to ask is, can we not be wrong by sheer virtue of our Americanness? Right. I mean, just because we're America, does, does that mean that we are always wrong? Right. You know, he, he's, uh, uh, one caller just said recently, we're the big boy. People don't like it that we're the superpower. And I also liked it how he said that we're the last one left, as though uh, you know, it's sort of kind of, I don't know if, if he meant to say it that way, but superpowers only last so long. They can't last forever. Empires do rise and decline, and it makes me wonder, you know, um, I, what could happen? Are we going to join this, uh, you know, American union that they've uh, got going, and, and that'll change everything? I don't know. There was a subsequent caller that night that asked her to eat the end of a shotgun. And I'd like to say to her, this is not representative of what the liberty movement is about. Please do not do that and don't think that those of us that want liberty want you to do that. What we want you to do is to continue to listen to Free Talk Live and ask those questions that you really are bothered with and and listen. Yeah, I agree. Kurt, thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. I mean, the first time you come across this show, it's going to come across as iconoclastic. In fact, it might continue to come across as iconoclastic. Oh, well, we're designed to be iconoclastic. Right. Uh, We can't help it. Um, 
Anyway, it's going to come across as shocking. It's going to be outrageous. But as uh, even as Blaine pointed out earlier, inevitably, there are going to be a lot of things you agree with us on. It's just that hopefully, eventually, you'll pick up the principle that this show is based out of, uh, the principle of non-intervention, non-violence, the principle of non-initiation of force. Aggression, I think, is a really good term. Non-aggression. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Aggression really is um, when you initiate force on someone else who didn't do anything um, to To elicit it. And and when I say do anything, they didn't uh, violently put their hands on you. Right. That's what aggression is, is when you go after somebody else and make them do what you want them to do. And aggression, well, it's taxes, it's war, it's all these things that the government does so well. Go- well, government can't operate without aggression. If it, government, go- the, the government is aggression. Correct. If government operated without aggression, it would no longer qualify to be a government anymore. Right. Now, I'm not prepared to jump off the ledge uh, like you are and say that right. we could um, go without a government. I think that... Uh, I, think I thought it was hilarious earlier when Brad, and I wish he'd, I wish the call hadn't dropped for whatever reason it did, uh, when Brad said that, well, if it weren't for the government, then we'd have uh, uh, different towns attacking one another. And I just don't think that, um, you know, we, we live in Keene, New Hampshire, the uh, southwest corner of, uh, of New Hampshire, and there's a, a town in Vermont just across the state border called Brattleboro. Um, the, the residents of uh, Brattleboro are known for getting naked in the streets. I, you know, I just don't think that they're going to be arming up and coming over here to Keene to invade were the government to disappear next week. I just don't think that would be the case. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I would if so, have to... I'll take my chances. I would have to say that, um, you know, I can't talk about how things were tribally under a tribal form of government. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can address things today that are happening now in the news. And I can show you how dangerous um, the government is in its uh, uses of force and make arguments for smaller government in the process. Absolutely. Um, and I'd be all right with a smaller government, like one that was... One percent the size that it currently right. and, is. And, and the question I would uh, have, back when the, uh, the United States was founded um, with its constitution, he, and I think the constitution's a good document, even though that I think it's uh, still invasive to some extent or another, um, did we have states attacking states? I mean, that didn't happen. No, not no. to my knowledge. I mean, and that was a small federal government. Let's go to the phones. Talk to Eric in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Eric. Hi, guys. What's on your mind? I'd just like to say that I think it's really silly to assume that if we leave Iraq, they're going to come back and attack us. Why? And I, I have a couple of points to make about that. Okay. First of all, uh, foreign fighters in that country, according to uh, the Center for Strategic International Studies, make up only about 4 to 10% of the entire fighter population there. Mm-hmm. Which means that only 4 to 10% of them actually hated us enough to go there to fight us. Well, so I think that we ones... probably created some um, that uh, hate us enough to... Um you know, certainly fight us now that they're there. You know, the, yeah, exactly. The, That's the other trouble is that we've got those, and then the ones that we've turned in to, you know, the terrorists that might follow us. Home. Right. Because right. if, if you were going to turn me into a, a terrorist, a good way to start is to, to do that is to kill my mom. Exactly. You know, and it, I'm sorry. As, as strategic as we try to be with our bombs, we've killed moms. And you know, I, I may not see the greater picture about how you're bringing democracy to the Middle East. I might be just mad that my mom's dead. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand there that it's very uh, very tribal as well. Like, you know, you've got these little sects that uh, go through neighborhoods, and they're based on, you know, religion and uh, clan and all these things. Mm-hmm. And so if you kill someone's brother, you know, they have to avenge them. It's a, it's, a, it's a culture where they've got honor, and they have to avenge that honor. So if you kill their brother, you've just made two or three more insurgents. They just stoned a girl to death, I believe it was the day before yesterday in Iraq, um, for falling in love with a Sunni guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I that, that was it. They dropped a cement block on her head and smashed her skull like it was an egg. And it, it was never the most used disgusting to be like that thing either. I've ever seen. 
it never used to be like that. Before with Saddam, people actually lived and married each other, Sunnis and Shias. But now that we invaded, it broke back down to tribal lines. So it broke back down to that, and everybody's killing each other. And, and, you know, I wouldn't. I, I'm not. I'm certainly not going to argue that uh, Saddam Hussein had a really great Iraq, although there were some good things about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't matter. We shouldn't be involved. Agreed. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the thing is, you know, they could follow us here right now if they wanted to. And I think this is the silliest part about the president's argument: is that if we leave somehow, then they're going to have the excess resources to follow us here. They have the resources now. Right. They've got no trouble with getting money. They can get money from, you know, uh, different countries all across the world. I mean, if you li- listen to the anti-illegal um, immigrant uh, crowd, is all somebody from Iraq would have to do is fly into, um, the, you know, the uh, Mexican, Mexico City airport, um, you know, take a truck to the, the border, uh, walk across at night, and uh, they're in. Right, mm-hmm. and, and isn't it kind of silly to think that in a, in a country of 300 million people that there aren't people who sympathize with the insurgents over there that they that the insurgents don't already have friends or family over here in this country that would be willing to do those sorts of things and if if they aren't if they are here then why haven't they done anything yet it's not the cia that's keeping you safe it's just that they just haven't done anything you just you've just gotten lucky hey thanks for the call man we appreciate it 800-259-9231 that is the toll-free SACL cai line you can bring up whatever's on your mind in, com- in contrast, by the way, to all those people who've been unlucky and had the government raid their homes. The U.S. government. More coming up. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control. Bring up anything. Toll free, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Get signed up for the updates. If you want to be kept up to date with what's going on with the show, you can get on the list by going to updates.freetalklive.com. It's free, of course. That's updates.freetalklive.com. The Republican Liberty Caucus welcomes new members in the pursuit of individual rights, limited government, and free enterprise principles, all within the GOP. Visit rlc.org and click join us today. We'll find liberty together. That's rlc.org. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Continue with the calls. They're rolling in. Let's go to Justin in Washington, listening on KUSA. Hello, Justin. Uh, Well, I'd like to talk about two things. First of all, we as, as it's human nature to create a government, and you can never not have a government. It, it, it's definitely impossible, and even 1%, it's, it's, it's impossible given today's technology and trade and uh, commerce, travel, et cetera. It's just not going to happen. And the what, second thing is... Uh, you, wait, wait, you said small government can't happen? I understand that you don't no, believe... No, no, I'm saying like, micro, like 1% or no government. I mean, even that is... I mean, sure, government could be smaller. It can pull away from... Uh, doing certain, uh, performing certain functions, but a government of some size is going to exist. I mean, especially in a country as large as ours, unless you break it up into little fights. And- I have to agree, and uh, you've boiled down the conversation that Ian and I have on uh, on the air uh, most nights. <laughs> well, by the way, one percent of the federal government would be a twenty-nine million dollar government. That seems plenty large to me. I mean, that should be oh, enough well, to take. You could even, hmm? you could even uh, build a road. Well, but the government on, couldn't build a road. What business does the federal government have of building roads? Well, 
one thing that Rogue got a matchup between states. Oh, come on. Do you <laughs> think the federal government a... does that? Wait, wait, wait sure a does. second. Wait a second. The Hold on. Before the spend... United States government existed, do you think that roads didn't match up at state lines? Do you think well, roads actually, don't match up? Hold on just a second. Hold on. Do you, do you think here at the Canadian border, right? just a second, do you think at the Canadian border that roads don't match up with Canada because um, they have a different federal government? Uh, actually, they, they they probably don't match up. They're they probably, absolutely uh, do we'll match up. They change their names, but they match up. Come on, oh, man. You no, live in probably, Washington. You should you know, know this. No, the federal government gives lots of money to build roads. Well, wait, but the the, why? No, no, you, I'm not saying they don't do it. What business do they have of doing it? Well, so, okay, the federal government doesn't do it. So who's going to build the roads? Uh, oh, people uh, in search of profits. No, no, no but that, that's, that's what he's asking you. I say state and local governments. Well, then that's government. So you just no, 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 no. I'm not. An, hold on, just local. a second. I'm not an anarchist. You said we were talking about um, the federal government. Ian said twenty nine, two hundred ninety million dollars. So twenty nine million is twenty nine uh, million percent of two point nine. Would be a one trillion. A one percent um, federal government. You said, well, that wouldn't be enough to build a road. And I said, what does the business does the federal government have in building roads? So I okay, thought you were talking to me, and it seemed clear that you were talking to me about Wait, the wrong, federal government and its business building roads. So only state government's going to build roads, all right? What, does, what business does the federal government have of building roads? Okay, I, I will agree with you and say it has no business. So okay. the money the federal government spends building roads, the state government's going to spend building roads. You just change the money, that's it. I, I, I don't I don't have a problem with the government having roads. I mean, they, they own the roads, they, they maintain the roads, that's not a problem yeah, but for you me. Just, you just switch bank accounts. That's all you've done. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's, here's another thing. It's, it's a crucible of democracy. If you have 50 um, smaller governments, then people, individuals get to choose um, more so what sort of state they want to live in. There's some a little bit more competition. In, some people can live in um, a much freer uh, state like New Hampshire, and some can live in an obtrusive one's um, religious Crackdown states like uh, Utah, some can live in socialist paradises like Washington, like, uh, Washington or uh, yeah. uh, California. I mean, the more stuff you take out of the hands of federal government, less homogeneity you have, the less uh, forced one-size-fits-all right. government. Less, it's more decentralized that way. That way there's a little bit more competition. Does that make sense? I, agree to, I will agree to you 100%. The more government you keep local, the more control people have. Great. Great. It's, good, it's good to be in right. agreement. Anything else? That's, I agree to you 100%, but... There are certain things. I mean, 29 million. That's. I was wrong, by the way. I was wrong. Sorry, wrong number. It's actually 29 billion is what billion, 1% okay. of. 29 uh, million is like that's like not even a state government. That's not real money. Yeah, it's uh, and, and that leads me to the second question. The second issue I have is, in your reduced federal government, you are, like apparently the military doesn't exist. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm all for the military. I believe that uh, we, we need a Navy, as the Constitution's outlined. I don't think that Navy should head more than 500 miles outside of, uh, you know, away from our uh, uh, borders. But, you know, we need a Navy, and they should be practiced in doing that. I think that an Air Force sort of is, uh, you, you can make an argument that it's like the Navy only in the air, and they certainly didn't have, um, you know, Air Forces when the Constitution was written. All right, Mark. You know what? That's enough of that. I don't think there should be a military. How about that? How about that one? Okay. I think uh, people who say that, I know every time I talk to them, they, they think we live in a vacuum, that the United States is a... I mean, the se- you know who's second on the list for the second most powerful military? Who? It's China. So and what? I hate to break it, but China, I mean, as much as you hate America, maybe policy... Oh, I love America. China, un, un, unfettered, is not a good thing. Oh, uh, now, now what's, how, is, how is China going to prosecute a land war in the United States? Oh, well, first it is take over all of Asia. 
kill okay. off a few 10 million single men that it's got to deal with, which is it's going to have to deal with them anyway. So it might well, well, well you, we, we have proven, we, we the United States have proven how expensive it is to run an empire. Why but hasn't China taken over all of Asia yet? Because uh, we are there with missiles we're in Japan. China? We are there with missiles all over that area. Hmm. Okay. Now, they, we have said many times that we would go to Taiwan's defense. If, if we well, said then we why go to, to Taiwan? Taiwan? Why not uh, take over, say, Russia? We wouldn't care about that, would we? Oh, sure we would. Okay. So, okay, so I say that um, we should de- we should abolish the federal government. I say we should abolish the federal government entirely and allow 50 individual states to decide what to do on their own. So if a, if one state wants to have its own little state military, then they should be, you know, they could they could do that. How about that? How's that sound? <laughs> I think you would basically you're, you're living in a scenario that just cannot exist in the modern world. So you believe in the in the um, superpower concept. You believe in the U.S. empire. You believe it's the United States empire and the military bases, the 700 bases that we have installed around the world in over 130 countries that keeps the world from uh, from completely destroying itself. You believe that? No, I did not say that. I say I believe that it is human nature as technology progresses and you free up labor. It takes more than one person to produce one person can produce food for 20 people as you free up labor. It is human nature to build more complex systems, and government is part of that. That's why we've been moving towards more one world. But the government doesn't handle complexity very well. ...together and created its euro. But government doesn't handle complexity. Government falls uh, apart when complexity, um, uh, you know, is entered into the equation. Bureaucrats are slow. The Internet technology is fast. I think that um, what you're talking about actually is, you're talking about the, the this is going to be the century of the individual. Uh, Americans um, and worldwide, people are understanding the concepts of liberty more and more and they're wanting it. I mean, yeah, when was the, the last time you heard a presidential candidate talk about liberty-oriented um, issues? But you're talking about two different issues and you're trying to slam them together. What, what, what's that? We're not showing the, 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 the age of the individual is what does the federal government have to do on that? I don't have to well, the federal government Because here. the federal government is homogenation. You will do what the federal government says or you will go to jail. And you're making the and you're making the argument that it's the, the existence of the federal government and the federal military that's keeping the world safe. You made that argument and then you denied making it. Well, I said that we are a superpower, we're probably the most powerful military. Mm-hmm. And I Ever. said that keeps number two in check, who in this case happens to be China. Wait, wait a minute, the, the United one, States military, dude, it doesn't even keep the Iraqi insurgents in check. They can't even keep a ragtag group of insurgents in check. You really think that the U.S. military is keeping China in check? Oh, I disagree with that entirely. I think that governments are great at fighting governments. It's when you start uh, tossing in um, you know, things like organizations that aren't governments that they have a hell of a time Besides, fighting. Besides, exactly. I'm not scared of the uh, Chinese military. It's the U.S. government not either. that scares me. See, here's, here's, the, here's this, um, the flaw in your scenario. Is we it is so it's so expensive. We spent four hundred and twenty-five billion dollars on this war in Iraq. That's some stinking crap water little country um, halfway around the world. How is China going to uh, manage to maintain an empire big enough that they can actually get around here to the mainland of the United States through the Bering Straits? That's a short-term goal. Who said they don't China even have a navy. Who said, should they got a Navy? No, they don't, come on. We got a couple couple of tin tubs. (laughs) (laughs) You're kidding. I don't know what you're talking about. Thanks for the call, man. 800-259-9231. And then, once they get here, then they'll have to deal with all of the millions of armed Americans and individuals. God bless the Second Amendment. Come on over. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. 
show. Only moments remain. Take control now at 800-259-9231 on the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. You like the show? You want to help support Free Talk Live? Then head over to amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. The idea is simple. If you like the show, send us 3 bucks a month. Simple. We take that money in, we turn it around into promoting Free uh, free Talk Live by buying industry advertisements, by attending industry conventions, and reaching out to radio stations all around the country to explain to them that Free Talk Live would be a great show for them to add to their lineup. And more and more stations are doing so. This month has been unprecedented. Uh, The month of May this year, we've had more radio stations come on in this one month than in any other month that we have ever existed in this show. And a lot of it has to do with our Free Talk Live amplifiers. If it weren't for that $3 a month coming in from our 380 or so listeners, then we wouldn't be able to do as much outreach to stations as we currently do. It's a fact. Um, So you get some perks as well, like access to the AMP-only call-in line, chat room, and forum, and more. All the details are at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. So we just got off the phone with uh, Justin in Washington and... He was. He seemed a little contradictory in some of the things he was saying, but basically, he's he. I think in general he supports the concept of this hegemonistic U.S. military because he seemed to believe that it it was going to keep all of us safe from the Chinese military. For some reason, the Chinese military wants to come and uh, first of all it wants to take over right. all of Asia, then kill take its over, biggest customer, <laughs> right? Kill off all their biggest customers and uh, and then come over here and take over America, which you know it's just it's just not. Something that physically can be done. I mean, even if they could get on a bunch of ships and bring themselves over here, which, as you pointed out, Mark, right. they can't do. Which um, fear is the the government's biggest tool, yeah. and you cannot prosecute a land war in America. Now, you may be able to take over um, the federal government, but you know that's sort of that, my argument for smaller government. If the federal government's so small that taking it over isn't worth it, well, then you've got fifty um, you know state governments to take over. That's a lot of territory and, too. And, you know, the Second Amendment. Every um, every other American or so, actually, it's like one every, and every three Americans is armed, and those people and the large and a large amount of them have multiple weapons. That they right, I got arm, three at least. Yeah, that they could arm uh, more people with. But you're not going to prosecute a land war in America. Yep, not with me around, and not with I'm you. Not, and not with I'm not going to be alive while there's a country attack. Um, while there's another country attacking this one. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me who's the attacker. They're going to get rebuffed by Americans mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then they're going to be the Americans that have big weapons, like more than just uh, small arms. They're going to be Americans out there that have some uh, some pretty heavy duty weapons that they're going to have to contend with. And all of a sudden, if uh, if there's an attack on this country, you can better believe that there are a lot of Americans that don't currently have weapons are all of a sudden going to become interested in acquiring some. Mm. So, I'm not too concerned. Let's go with the calls here and talk to. It is Jared in Maine. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Jared. Hey guys, how you doing? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, all this attacking of uh, Ron Paul lately reminded me of something that happened about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to your show, it must have been sometime last spring or summer, and a guy called in and wanted your advice on calling some big conservative talk shows mm-hmm. and uh, bring up the topic of liberty. And a couple weeks later, I don't know if it was the same guy, um, but I'm assuming it might have been, I was listening to Glenn Beck, and uh, because at that time I was a new libertarian, and I was still holding on to Glenn Beck a little bit. Mm. And he uh, is, It is an entertaining show. It's a great show. He really produces well, it he, well, but he's big he government all the way. And wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, because right? he says the uh, word libertarian. Right. He says he's more of a libertarian than anything else. No, he's not. Anyway. He's, more of a, he's more of a theocracist. <laughs> he's just another shill. But anyway, he says, um, he uh, starts the show by saying, oh, well, someone call, tried to call in yesterday 
didn't get past our call screener, and one of our listeners found an article by him saying that we wouldn't listen to him because he's a libertarian. He goes, so we tracked him down, and I'm going to give him a chance to say what he has to say. So he has the guy on the phone, and he lets the guy basically just ask, uh, you know, what do you think about liberty and, and freedom and free markets and all that stuff. So basically, he just hangs up on him and says, okay, well, uh, that'll never work because people aren't good people naturally, and they're selfish, and that's why it'll never work. And then he moves on. Well, uh, you know, if to that argument that people are um, selfish and bad, then if people are selfish and, and bad, why would we want to have a, go- a big government full of selfish bad people? Oh no, um, no, go- selfish people us. don't run for uh, that. Bad people don't run for office. If the you have po- people, look, power corrupts. So if oh, you no, put no, power no. out there, won't criminals no. come in, in search of it? No, only saints. Only saints Absolutely. will run for office. Yeah, well, right, right, right. Public servants. Absolutely. It's not. Do you yeah. celebrate Bureaucrat Appreciation Week, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> you see, really, that's that's the issue. Is you know, for some reason here in America, we we extol our elected officials. Bum 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 bum. Yay! I mean, like these people are great. No, they're not. They're they're, they're scum, sick. They're sickos in search of power. Yep. I mean, they're supposed to be servants at the very best, but they're not. They're they're our overlords. They're our masters. With Ron Paul being the exception, I would say. Well, he tries. He's trying to uh, throw off the chains. Face and take your money. You're right about that. Servants are supposed to follow um, your your suggestions and your orders, and if they don't do the job, they're supposed to be able to be fired. Right, and uh, you right, can't do so. any of those things to it. And also, servant. when you have servants, you hire them um, specifically to work for you. In the case right. of uh, government, it's Tweedledee and Tweedledum. You get the choice between uh, you know Republicans that want to rule over you and Democrats that want to rule over you. That doesn't sound like a very good deal. Jared, any final I thoughts? Agree. Uh, just that I heard the smartest thing Marcus ever said um, a few minutes ago. <laughs> what was that? Bureaucrats are slow. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Liam in Indianapolis listening on WXNT. Hey, Liam. Howdy, fellas. Hey, what's on your How's mind? Going? Good. Good, Not much. Uh, earlier, you had a caller talking about that Jean chick, and they talked about how I uh, had said that I think she should put a shotgun in her mouth. Uh-huh. And are I you just still sticking to that? Kind of what? Are you still sticking to that? Yeah, okay. definitely. Like, I just want to kind of uh, explain why I'm like that. You know, uh, I'm on probation right now for the second time, and I know you probably know what that's like, and it's not very cool having what? a bureaucrat come into your house constantly and, you know, search through your stuff and tell you to leave your room while she searches your things and mm, pour and pee in a cup and all this now, stuff. Now, what, keeps, now, what do you keep doing? Pee. Uh, no, actually, this time I was at a friend's house and I had a party. Uh-huh. Or we had a party. I bought a keg for the party, uh-huh. and his brother's friends who were in high school came and decided they were going to drink from the keg. So and so that means that I was providing alcohol to, to, to a minor, yeah. and that's six felonies right there. Oh my so, god! Yeah, yeah. So since I got, luckily I have money, so I was able to fight it, and I got it down to a B misdemeanor. Mm. Mm. But uh, I mean, like, I'm just angry, very angry, and like. Like, I think Michael Badnarik said at the Liberty Forum, uh, this is what my roommate told me because he went, that um, if Ron Paul doesn't get elected, he's going to grab his gun and start shooting. Oh, I, think, God. I don't know if he think, said that. I, I'm not I sure. Hope not. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Well, uh, it's not appropriate. It really isn't. Um, I, I'm aware, but I just want to say that, like, I, I'm not, you know, I mean, that was a statement made out of anger, but. I am very, very angry, and I can't stand it, because people like her, I equate people like her to the same people who are uh, making me 
be on probation and pay tons of money and have people watch me pee and uh, yeah, they are you know, law and order through, types. Through my You're house. Right. And so, I mean, if, if he could at least try to understand why I would say something like that, it's because I'm extremely angry at those kind of people. I understand. And, Let me say, Liam, I do understand where you're coming from, but I would also suggest that if you are that angry, it's better to just um, to keep your mouth Take closed. A deep breath. <laughs> yeah, to, to count well, to ten instead of gonna, lashing out at someone that, at, in, in theory, could at least come around. Oh, I was I was on hold for a while, you know. I mean, 15, 20 minutes I was on hold. So I was still, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was mad anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm generally that angry. Like, I don't like people like that. I don't, I can't, I can't even understand how somebody could think like that, really. You well, know? it's and total just, brainwashing. You know what, you should probably shift, maybe shift your opinion from anger to feeling sorry for them. That's a little bit more, um, that's a little bit of a better yeah. mindset to be in. Because these people have been influenced throughout their entire lives by big government influences. Government schools indoctrinated them to believe in government. And then, you know, that yeah. took years of their life, just year after year being indoctrinated in this belief system. I went to the though. I st- well, remember I, you know, we talked about learned helplessness earlier? this week where there was a set of dogs that yeah, were being shocked yeah, 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 right there was a right, set of dogs right. and and liam thank you for the call there was a set of dogs being shocked and then there was a way for them to get out of, of being shocked it's just that um they believed uh when the when the way for them to get out of being shocked was introduced they hadn't learned how to to utilize that lever in that particular case and and they didn't realize they could get out of the shocks they didn't try to they just kept allowing themselves to be shocked and they'd mm-hmm. roll over and whine and cry and stuff like that but there was a certain percentage of those dogs, of that group of mm-hmm. dogs that was victimized in that way, that still kept fighting. There was that certain percentage that thought outside of the box and said, whoa, there's a lever here now. I'm going to try pressing that lever. And sure enough, it made the shocks go away. So I think that may explain the difference between somebody like a Liam and somebody like Gene that he was referring to, the lady that we talked to last week. You know, so many people have been so heavily indoctrinated, they've never thought of breaking away from it. And of course, there's going to be this percentage of people that do break away. And you're not going to convince them um, by, you know, being mean to them. By Fly, Flies, you know, uh, sugar, honey and uh, vinegar, you know, yeah, the whole and all story. That. And when you push on somebody, you know, they're going to push back and then push more and you get the cycle of violence going. You, you've got to kill them with kindness, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You've got to uh, to show them you care about them and that you love them even if they're going to be scummy. It's Vinny in here with you. And Mark. We'll see you next week or actually starting Monday night online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. Yeah. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.